Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Yeah! It is hump day! Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the Ultimate yes. Cleveland Sports Show. We have a jam-packed show. We're going to get to Baker Mayfield's comments from yesterday. We're also going to get to day two of the hearing from Deshaun Watson in the NFL. By the way, this is taking place in Delaware. The league wanted to keep it out of New York and out ah. of the spotlight. They didn't want all the cameras. Aren't you guys Delaware haters last time I checked? You guys Not Delaware it. haters. We're Vermont just like, or New Hampshire, right? what is Delaware? What yeah. is it? What is it known for? I mean, nothing. Now it's known for a hearing. That's okay. it. Yeah. Hey, Skip Holtz is here from the USFL. Hey, there you go. And that's where we're going to yeah. start. So like just it. a quick note to the viewer. Yeah. When Skip walked into the studio, he said, finally, I get to live my dream. This yeah. is the this job is I've always wanted. That's right. Around, this is all I do in my spare time anyway. Listen, to talk sports. Dad was pretty good at it. No, Dad was really good at it. Yeah, yeah but Dad had to dress up. On ESPN, they had to be dressed up. Yeah. Here, we don't have to dress up. Now, look, win, yeah. Rocky, win. That's it. I'm ready to go. Baseball. Yeah. Welcome back. Casual. It's great, great to be here. So before we um, get to Skip, who is coaching the Birmingham Stallions in the championship game, which will be Sunday at, over in Canton at Hall of Fame Stadium, mm-hmm. Um, we we have a sponsored segment that is sponsored by the USFL. It's it's king of the land, right? It is. It is king of the land. Explain brought to it. you by the Pro Football Hall of Fame Village. Get your tickets for the USFL championship game in Canton on July 3rd right now. Tickets on sale currently at HallOfFameVillage.com. King of the land, we always change one rule today. This is Anthony's rule. Anthony suggests that if you celebrate before you score a touchdown and get tackled, so you don't score. You celebrate and don't score. Yeah. Your team loses 10 points. Do we need that rule? I've, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen that happen. I've seen a guy fumble don't, right. on his way to the end zone. We're celebrating too early. Right. That would count as the as a 10-point loss yeah. or whatever. I think it's, I mean, it's a stupid rule. No offense, Anthony. <laughs> but it's a stupid rule. Well, it's but, never going to come into play. I can think of Leon Lett, who got the ball knocked out of his hand. Yeah. Right. yeah. By the way, I'll tell you a time it happened. Who, which was that? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's yes, right. Yep. That's right. He yes. closed all that. I, one of the dumbest things I ever said early in my radio career, and I've said a lot of dumb things, Ed Reed was once showboating after a pick. Yeah. And he had the ball knocked out out of bounds, and I went crazy. This was early. He was probably like a rookie or a second-year guy. And I'm like, they should cut his ass. They should get rid of him. The, guy was, the guy's yeah. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you're right. That's a bad take. Hey, yeah. That was a That's terrible take. a real take. bad take. Yeah. I was, I was, it was in Utica, New York, so there's about 18 people listening. But yeah. I'll admit it. I said that. Anthony, you know we yeah. love you. Can we get a shot of Anthony or not? So, so the folks we're, we're dealing with a bunch of things yeah, back let's, here. Let's just, not, just right now. Let's just, not get crazy, Jay. Let's not get crazy. I'm sorry. Sorry, but we're not taking your rule. Now, now you're no, not taking that's your rule. horrible. Your father looks like he's a person that doesn't deal well with showboating in the end zone. Does no. he have a rule no. about that? <laughs> well, if you do it, you won't play. That's all good. It doesn't take points off the scoreboard. Yeah. Just, uh, he, he if takes you your butt off the field, puts no, on the sideline. Minutes. Yeah, he <laughs> takes points off your own personal scoreboard. Yeah. yeah, right. He always said no fools. Lou, just if 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 you were. Foolish in any way. Oh. You were so deep in his doghouse. <laughs> his, his comment was always act like you've been there before. Right, mm-hmm. right. Just act, makes like, perfect act sense. like you've been there before. Toss a ball to the official and let's go on and let's keep playing the yeah, game. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't no, care if players celebrate once they're in personally. I mean, I, I prefer the Nick Chubb 
method. When Nick Chubb scores a touchdown for the Browns, he just gives the ball to the official. That's yeah, it. Because it's not a big deal to him Barry to score a Sanders touchdown. Barry Sanders used to do it Barry that way. Sanders all the time. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I think but, Emmett Smith wasn't uh, big on But I don't, we don't need any penalties. There's too many penalties in the NFL already, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Let's I agree go. with that. I mean, there's so many rules that you could change. Yeah, that's not necessary. Um, Anthony, we'll still... We'll still feed you Let's and allow go. you to stay. No, no. <laughs> we'll no consider it. We'll consider it. <laughs> we didn't get any water. We have no water today, so he gets no food. That's it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, well, so, I guess some of the new rules in the USFL, uh, I think, have been really good. What's They've been your entertaining. Favorite? What's your favorite? Um, you know what? I like the three-point rule. The three-point rule, and if you score a touchdown, you have the opportunity, instead of kicking an onside kick, it's fourth and 12 on the 33-yard line, and you can go for it. And if I you like make that. it, That's you nice. keep the ball. I like so that. When you're I love that two, rule. That's when nice. you're down two scores, if you have a really good offense, and you're moving the ball, and you're in a high-scoring affair, instead of kicking an onside kick, what's that percentage? Very you know, Like small. 2%? Now, especially now. If you don't, now, if you yeah, don't yeah. convert, though, does the other team take over right there? Right there. Which is it's good. Like it's high risk, high reward. It's high risk. High I love yeah. that. You score. You go for it on fourth and 12. You make it. Your offense doesn't come off the field. You have you can, tried that this year? I have personally? not. I have not been You haven't needed to. You're winning every game. To. I mean, but, but what <laughs> yeah. a great opportunity if you needed to or you're yeah, down like to have the opportunity to leave your offense out there. Yeah, I saw somebody went for it earlier in the year. They were down two scores, scored, went for it, and missed it by really? that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It keeps yeah. games interesting in they, blowout situations. And that's the same thing with the three-point play. So right, all love of a sudden, when you look at the board, you're down 18. It's a two-possession game. Yeah. So because cool. you could score, go for three, go for – Go for it on fourth down, score and go for three, and you and you so make. Coach, it. How, how do you, how do you, how do your fans feel? How do the USFL fans feel about the way the game has been organized now? You know, I I think they've loved it. I think that's that's been the response of the viewership, the the way that they've turned out in Birmingham. Uh, I think it's an entertaining it's an entertaining game. The yeah. product, uh, I think the product is really solid, and and I think the league did a great job of creating um, equality yeah. in the way that they did the draft, and the, we drafted by positions. Right. And they snaked through. So at quarterbacks, you had one through eight, right. and then eight through one. So you got the eighth and ninth pick, or you got the first and sixteenth. Just pick. like fantasy. Yeah, right? exactly. Yes. Just like yeah. and they snaked yeah. through every round. So in one round, you'd have first, then you'd have second, third. So yeah. you might have had the eighth pick at left tackle, but you've got the first pick at wide receiver. How did they set, How did they settle on every game being in Birmingham? Well, they just because I, I know some some teams weren't pleased with that. Right. Right. I kind of like right. it. I, I, I just I kind of like it. It had to be a, the the hub model. I thought was awesome. I mean, for a startup league to reduce cost, mm -hmm. you got to figure if you've got four games a week, that's four hundred thousand dollars in air travel. You're you're spending a hundred grand to try okay. and charter yeah. a plane. That's four hundred grand mm -hmm. a week. You multiply that times ten yeah. weeks. Yeah. I mean, you're spending some money putting the hub and everything together. The other thing I liked about it was you not only got to know your staff. But I got to know all eight staffs, all the head coaches. Because you're all there all, together. Because we all stayed in the same hotel. We all ate breakfast together. Okay. And all the mm. players. And you got an opportunity to interact with all the players. Yeah. I thought it was a cool idea. I think it's going to be great when everybody can take their place and go home. When everybody can go home yeah. and we can right. get into that. But for right now, I didn't create the stability. It was a great and, idea and, and a next, great model. And yeah. next year I hear that they're, they're looking at maybe having two hubs. Maybe did I hear that? There's, I've heard two hubs. I've heard team additions. Okay. I, Fox mm -hmm. didn't call me and say, yeah. hey, Skip, what do you want to do? They're yeah. not going to call me. But the league ask. is official for a second year. Yes. And that's the big news. That's right, the right. good news. That's yeah. And so, you know, which is more than some of these other leagues have done in, in, in the last decade. The championship game, of course, you're playing Philadelphia. I believe you beat them by about two touchdowns. Yes, when you sir. Played 30, them the first time. first time we played. Uh, are you worried about your team being overconfident 
since you beat them somewhat handily. No, well, I mean, you look at it, New Jersey had won twice against Philadelphia right, and and during the regular season yeah. and then lost in the champion, in the semifinal game. Right. So I think Philadelphia is playing really well right now. They're doing some good things. We scored a touchdown late in the game to right. make it a two-score okay. game. But out of, the, out of the number of games, the 40 games or however many games have been played so far this year, mm-hmm. I think like five of them have been more than a one-score game. I mean, no so kidding. Yeah, it's really, great. it's been, they've been really close. The product, like I said, the product on the field has been great. And it's been a lot of fun to be part of it. You know, coach, um, we talk about all the time how there's different levels and different areas you can bring guys in, right? You guys are currently getting a pool of guys that don't make it to the NFL. Um, would you consider if you got guys in high school, kind of right. like the D League, right? Or G League now, would you consider young athletes that, maybe don't think college is for them coming straight to the USFL and playing um, and getting that experience and then kind of going to the NFL. That's one of the rules that they put in place. We really haven't seen activated. We're dealing with COVID and the number of players coming out and going to the NFL. Um, But where the NFL is three years, uh, I believe the USFL rule is two years. So two so years you could out of get college, them earlier. So you could get them earlier. So a young mm-hmm. man can come out of high school and come to the USFL. Get, That's fascinating. Uh, I, I think where this can go, there's a lot of venues we're talking mm-hmm. about right you now. Could have, there are every year in college, there's anywhere from a dozen to maybe two dozen players that everyone knows is NFL ready, but right. they have to come back for that third year. Right. Now, the USFL mm-hmm. would be an option and also – would bring a ton of attention to the league. Agreed. Because these players are all high-profile guys. Exactly. Some of these young guys coming out, and they just – the majority of people in this league right now, they want film. They all have a why. They all want to get back to the NFL. Some of them have been in the NFL, Mm -hmm. practice squads. They're just trying to get film. But for that young guy – what, what a better opportunity than to compete against, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, Bo Scarborough from Alabama is our running back. You know, yeah, you look at, yeah, we've yeah. got a center from Oregon. you got a DB from Southern Cal. I mean, you look at, there are these players that were great college players from all over the country. And for a young guy to come in and play at this level on a professional level before he gets his feet wet to get into the what NFL, an what a think, great opportunity. Think Trevor Lawrence. Everybody knew Trevor Lawrence was ready to sure. go, and they made yep. him come back. He, he looked great. I'm, I'm watching that. Right. Yeah, I yes, would do right. it. I think a lot of fans would. We had an 1140 out and it's 113920. <laughs> so we have to say goodbye. But I want to say good luck to, to you, uh, you in the championship game. And also I want to mention to fans, the ratings were very good for the semifinals. Yes, the product is it, it appears that it, this thing is going to stick around. And um, if you haven't checked it out, Check out the championship game. If you're not doing anything on Sunday, flip it over. I, th- I guarantee you're going to be very, very impressed with the level of play because I know we have. On the, Fox. The, Coach, thank you very much for joining us, and good luck. Thank Give you us a for good one. We want, a, pers- we want a last second yeah, victory good luck, good on, luck. on a long field goal. Can on a long that? field goal. Yeah, right. can okay, we, I, we can get that done. We'll see what all we right, can great. do for that. We'll, t- we'll take it. But I'm envious of what you all do here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you have this. an invitation to come yeah, join us. I love this. When this game's over, I may come back just sit there. There you go. Come on. I love this. Awesome. Very good. Very Thank you all very much. Appreciate Thank you. you. Coach, good luck. We're taking Thank a break. You. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is coming right back. Stay with us. Thanks. All right, we're back on this beautiful Wednesday in Cleveland, Ohio. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 
So we've got Len Barker, large Lenny Barker coming in in just a little bit. So we're going to keep the chair warm with the gopher. I think that's what is that what that is? is that we gopher? are. Yeah, it's gopher, a gopher. Gopher the Caddyshack yeah. gopher. The Caddyshack yeah. gopher. Yeah. He's going to stay there until Len gets here. Len will be here in the next hour. This right? guy's very, he, very soon. Very, very soon. soon. This is Miles, man. Why don't you, he got a name, bro. <laughs> Miles, good to have you on the program. What's up? So let's talk about day two of the hearing yesterday. We didn't know. We talked yesterday. How long is yeah. this thing going to go? We know that now that it's at least going to be two days. There were reports yesterday that they expect this could go even beyond today. So perhaps yeah, Mark Maskey of the Washington Post said he expects it to go on days. for a while. Yeah, I, I think we all just assumed it would wrap up. It, it fit with the timing of it being announced the Friday before. And the it still of might July. happen. Yeah, like, even it if might. it's three days, even yeah. if it's four days, we could have that. So just quickly to sort of summate what we know. Not a lot of, of news was leaked about this, but there was one major tidbit that was leaked, and it was leaked to the Associated Press, and I'll yeah. get to that in a second. I don't think that was by accident. But the league leaked to the Associated Press that, quote, it's more likely to accept a six- to eight-game suspension from Sue Robinson, who is the disciplinary officer, because it wants to avoid appeals, which could be a horrible situation for everyone. Very interesting. G. Bush... Mm-mm-mm. It looks like the league is blinking. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're seeing here? Hey, listen, I, I think this is all part of the game. You know, when they talk about, hey, go ahead and take that little first one-year suspension, that was never going to be easy on the board. They understand this. And here's the thing. They might make a decision, but they want to make sure it looks like they're thorough. That's why when you look at two, th- two three days, it's going to come out with a, with a, with a with a um, some sort of judgment. No, this thing is a court proceeding. Like, I didn't think it was that in-depth, but they at least, if they go seven, eight games, or seven, eight days with coming back with a decision, at least they can come to people and say, on both sides, look, we heard all the evidence, we heard both sides, he had an opportunity to come out here and, 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 and prove his point or, or to say his, his bit, and now we come with this. The second thing I think is very important is they are well aware what the perception is. They are well aware that we said it a couple of days ago, Sue Robinson looked like she don't have no sort of power. Is this a figurehead? Is this something where... Especially because this is her first ruling on a play. First, right? And if they want to keep this intact, they want to keep this whole system intact, they can't come out the first day and and the first time they have any issues and just write her off and say, oh, well, you count, but you don't count. Mm. And I think that's what we're seeing. And if you want to go extremely heavy on it, it looks horrible if you didn't come back and she says a year... And then all of a sudden you say, no, it's eight games. I think you got to start off heavy first yeah. and then ratchet back. Gee, yeah. You said you were surprised by like how serious a, a event is. It's funny. It's kind of like when you and I joined the show, we were like, oh, this is going to be some small operation. Oh. And then you and I show up here and it's like all these big wigs, they're hiring coaches. They got all these kind of, and you and I were like, whoa, this is, is this? this is a I serious thought, operation. We're taking this really seriously. This is a lot more serious than we thought. But this is all part of the grand scheme, I believe, in that the league and maybe with, with Deshaun Watson's camp, I don't think Sue Robinson is involved in this, is wanting to look tough, and then eventually it'll be somewhere in the middle where they can say they look, they tried to be tougher. But ultimately, now, Mike Florio, I, I never missed a chance to rip Mike Florio, he wrote <laughs> about this this story from the AP. What's the name of the, the guy who, who leaked this? Rob uh, Maddie. Yeah. Maddie, thank you. Ra- Rob so Rob Maddie. Maddie. I think Maddie. Maddie. And so Florio's speculation was that the NFL just put this out there to con Sue Robinson because if Sue Robinson 
the, his theory is that Sue Robinson is going to be afraid that the NFL is going to go too hard, and so she's going to give no punishment, and then the NFL can't do anything. So the NFL is putting this out there to make Sue Robinson think that they're not that they'll let it be if she puts that there, which is stupid. She's not dumb enough to be conned by some nonsense from the NFL. I think that's ridiculous. I also think it was ridiculous to think that Sue Robinson wouldn't give any penalty at all because it's clear that he, even if he's committed no crimes, it's clear Deshaun Watson has violated the rule about conduct. You know, in terms of the league, they, his lawyers already admitted that. Uh, Rusty Harden has already admitted that. So there is going to be a suspension. And I, you know, this got out for whatever reason, but I don't think it's to, to con Sue Robinson into thinking they, they will accept this number right. and, you know, not yeah, try I, to appeal I don't it. give Florio's yeah. report any credence no. at all. The nugget here is what the AP is reporting. And Brad, I want you to address this you know, because you do a lot of negotiating you know, in your I'm, other job. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here bubbling. Right I know here. what's fascinating <laughs> to me here is that the commissioner is using the Associated Press to get his message out. And I think it's fascinating because you usually don't see football-related stories leaked by an AP reporter. They're leaked right. by Schefter That's or true. Josina Anderson yeah. or Adam she- or, or, uh, or uh, Florio or any number Martin of C. guys. Jay Glazer. Right. The, the AP doesn't put out rumblings. The AP doesn't. Yeah. No, they don't. So yeah. I think the league was had an internal discussion when we want to get our word out, who do we use? Yeah, Raul, yeah. So the, clearly, to me, it's a red flag that the Associated Press is getting all this information. They're a credible source. And I think that the commissioner, what he's doing here is negotiating backwards. What? Because also through the Associated Press, we heard last week that the league would settle for nothing less than a one-year right. or an indefinite suspension. <laughs> and now through the same source, they're saying, we'd be cool with six to eight. We just don't want the flamethrower that the NFLPA right. is going to bring out if they bring up the owners' cases. Well, well, let, let me just jump in and just say this. First of all, it is if you stand on the train track and look down the line long enough, you're going to see the light coming because it's coming to run you over, right? This thing has all the tentacles of getting as nasty as you think it's going to get, right? So if you if you're worried about a flamethrower, let me just tell you the flame is coming, right? Unless it's, they come. They find a middle ground here. The one thing you're doing from the beginning is you're discrediting Sue Robinson, right? She's a federal judge. This is an arbitration. Retired. Right. This is an arbitration hearing. But it's non-binding. No, but the NFL is going to make its case. And in its case, for the the suspension, which you know it has to be a long, hard suspension, or else they look like they're soft on crime. So guess what they're going to turn, what they're turning to? Now they're McGruff, because they got to be tough on crime. Sure. And and on the other side, you've got, you've got, you've got the players associated sitting there like this, not having it, not having it. I'm going to tell you why we're not having it, because you got this guy, this other guy, and don't forget about that guy, right? Sure. That you did all owners that, that you did nothing to, <laughs> and now you want to play heavy-handed over here. So it's going deep here, and I will just tell you, Sue Robinson's going to put him in a trick bag, right? Because she's going to lay out, she's going to hear this case like any arbiter should hear it, right? And at that point, when she hears this case, she's going to make a ruling and a recommendation. And I don't think I don't care what the NFL dropped out here, saying we'll take six eight, because I don't believe them at all, because they always have been. Their own worst enemy. Every time the, the NFL has gone under is because some owner has, has, or some owners have conspired together 
to put themselves right. in so bad So then you light. believe Florio's report? I think that I think you that, think that that's what the league's doing here. I think that I think they're trying to set the game. They've always tried to set the game, right? And only. But time you think they're have, trying to sucker Sue Robinson? To, they think they can sucker Sue Robinson, right? I, Sue, yeah, Sue, they can. Sue and Robinson's I don't think they'd be stupid Sue, enough to Sue think Robinson's that. Sue Robinson's going to put them in yeah. a trick bag. Let me throw you a hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. I, I think all along, everybody that's associated with the Browns and even Deshaun Watson himself probably would have said from jump. If I could get four games here, I'd be thrilled. Oh, my God. Right? Would. I, I, that, it, everybody would agree with that. Huge. I, so, go ahead. Even, knowing that. Jay, even six. By the way, r- go ahead. Finish your well, point. And then let's, yeah. just, let's just start yeah. with four. And the reason yeah. I'm saying that is because I think Roger Goodell, and this is the way he's run the league for close to two decades, he is a boss. And he usually gets what he wants. So, does, so my, my, my theory here is, I think he knows all along that the Browns and Watson would have been great with four. Yeah. So he just floated the number a season or indefinite, knowing that the middle ground would please everybody. Yes. Well, I don't think. And I, I think that's what we're I don't seeing know if here. You, I don't know if you can please everybody. Let me, no, let me, listen. Let me, no, there let me, probably a good is chunk. a number well, where me, everybody's let just, happy. Let me just ask you this. Does Grudel really run the league? Absolutely. Or, or, or is he the minion for the others? Well, no, he he runs the league, but no, his no, sole purpose the min- is to the make money. Let's be clear, he's the minion for the others. Yeah, yeah but because he's setting every time, policy. Every time, every time he's tried to jump bad, they have hit him with a hammer, right? They've hit well, him with a They've laid an anvil over his head every time. So, so here's his thing. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with him. He he raised me, McGruff. I'm gonna come <laughs> with another uh, high school or educational term. You know, we all had it. The NFL Players Association is daring. Dare, bro. We, we, uh, I'm daring you to keep going this un, this year route, this this indefinite route. Because here's the thing, they he knows this. He is tied up right now because he has one of his own going through investigation right now. Dan Snyder is. Why do you think he keep telling him I ain't showing up? Them subpoenas is coming. I ain't coming up there. And they've, already, they've already issued subpoenas. The reason he's not coming up there is because it's bad timing. Because you get a juxtaposition, you can judge. Deshaun Watson, Dan Snyder. Yeah, Dan Snyder should be in jail for right? refusing you, his subpoena. For the record, Dan Snyder's yacht was spotted off the coast of St. Florence, France. He's yesterday. avoiding so the. He he's ain't avoiding nowhere the near the country no. to get so, subpoenaed. So, yeah. we, so when you when you talking about it, Roger Goodell is like, man, they got me on this one. I want to yeah. be tough. I want to show him, but I can't put the I can't put the. I think the negotiation it. last week. I think this, and we talked about it. I think that the, yeah. the script for the play was written. Yeah. Roger told the NFLPA, "I got to look like I'm tough." The NFLPA said, "We're not accepting a year. We won't even go near a year. You will see us in court if it comes down to a year." I think they, in the absence of Sue Robinson, hammered out an agreement, and I think it's going to be eight games. There's a big difference, you know. It, it, We've talked a lot. We've thrown out four and six and eight. There's a big difference between those three numbers. Now, obviously, a year is 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 huge, but like the difference between four, six, and eight is all big. Those three levels. We can spend more time on that. Not right now, but real quick. The first four games, in terms of your opponents They're on all paper, winnable. very winnable games. Games they'll be favored in probably all of them. Right. Games five and six, you play six, uh, the Chargers, good, really good team, and then a mediocre team, in my opinion, in New England. But if this goes now, the difference between six and eight is huge. You know what the seventh and eighth games seventh are? Seventh and eighth get real serious. Baltimore, Baltimore Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah that's, that's huge. huge. That's a big yeah. difference between six and eight. Yeah. Because those games with Jacoby Brissett, you're probably losing. And the Browns have looked at the schedule. I think yeah. they would love to get six. Six and is, the you know, leagues. It was interesting to me that in the league's leak, 
they said we would accept six to eight. It's interesting. That's that it, a huge but, but, difference. But, 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 but Watson is saying he he's saying that I've already served a year. Yeah. Uh, isn't that there? Well, no, the, no, he could have no, technically played last he year. He could have played. It, play. was, well, it was well, through his own doing. He didn't play last year. Well, well, they're saying they're using that as well. We we want zero games. Yeah, that's let, not going to happen. Well, no, that's let, that's let, ludicrous let me, because let, he didn't play last year because of his own decision. Let me yeah. tell you what else you're missing, and it's just not the games, right? The games are one thing. You're looking at a power play here between players. And owners, no question. This is the that's train true. that's coming down the track. Yeah, no who question. got the power here, right? You've got players on once. The owners are, have always been in control. Said, "I've got the power," and I know we got Lenny Barker coming on here, and we've been in unions. I've been in unions. I know how the game go, is played. Now it's a power play here because now you have the players on the other side. Some of them are like this: "We're tired of this, right? The shenanigans. We're gonna get to some level playing ground here, and that's where this is headed." And you know, the one thing about the worst, the worst entity you could have here is a, 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 a group inside the dispute that is willing to go to the limits, mm -hmm. right? All the way to the limits. Wow. And, I think, and I think the players, that's the worst fear. And the NFLPA played that hand. They're, they're, yeah. they're like, we, we will go here. Tough, we will go yeah. here. We want to open the other cases right. that involve the owners. And in this case, they can play that hand without it being a work. It's not like a work. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not where but the players already. This has been coming. Know. Yeah, it's been coming. It's been building and it's just unfortunate for us. <laughs> that we're riding along in the ship, right? But this has been coming. So yeah. if he had been in Houston, it still was coming. It still was coming. So what is going to happen here? And so I don't believe, I'm not one that believes at the end of the day, the NFL is just going to say, oh, we did our thing and we this is great. The deal is cut. We're moving on. I don't believe that. No. I believe, I believe, they I think, have, but, I believe but Brad, that. I think they might have to because they're, Jay, you just said they're facing something different this time Jay, than but they anything always, they've the ever owners, faced. The owners here is not Riddell. It's the owners. They're owners yeah. that live in other places that feel like we're going to stay winning. But there are three owners that desperately right. want but this I get thing what to be saying. settled before it goes into the public the view. Problem, if they settle, the, the owners look weak. The problem, they stay Fair. collectively together, right? I may not like him, but I'm in the ship with him, so I'm riding yeah. with him. I'll keep my mouth shut. Do you want all of his dirt aired in the well, public? No, uh, because they have to stay in a position where they're winning. I yeah, can't let you be the winner. Brad, if, if all of the if, if the 600,000 email from the Washington investigation become public, hmm. they're not winning. Well, here, have they always proven to be the brightest when no. it comes to outcomes? No, some, but some, I, some of them think, I think that they know. But Jay, what would those instance, emails change? Any, like everybody hates the owners. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people hate the owners. Everybody despises Daniel Snyder, but it's not, Bull, you know, yeah. Bull, the fact that we, the only thing we yeah. learned about the 600,000 email right. was that John Gruden uses racist and homophobic yeah. language in email. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, there no. are things in those things emails that the NFL out anyway. does but, but, not but, want you to see. This, here's here's yeah, what I, I guess you're right, but ultimately, what would it lead to? I'm suing you. That's you what it leads Dan to. Dan Snyder losing the team, number yeah. one. So one of the 32 is going to be out of his current position. And you just said it. I'm suing you. How many people are going to come forward with lawsuits after we find out all the other stuff that was said in these uh, 600,000 so emails? Yeah, I mean, all And right. by the way, they know what's in those emails. Yeah, they do. And the fact that the NFL has already started negotiating down, <laughs> that's a sign of weakness. They were, uh, three days ago, the word was they were insisting on one year to indefinite. Today, the word is, we'd be cool with six and, to and, eight. And, and, let me, and let me just give you this. Let me just, let, let's, let's not act like 
there are people who haven't forgot about the CTE stuff. There are people that haven't forgot about the Kaepernick stuff. There's people that ain't forgot about Gruden. After you continuously go down this rabbit hole, it's one after another another. You can try to play the role, but all it takes is one person to say, listen, this is systematic. They've been running this way and they got immunity because they've been operating but, under immunity. It feels like that's never going to change. G, I hope you you're right. G, you know, inside the group, there's, a, there's, always, there's always this group inside the Player Association. There's a group that wants to always cut the deal and make it hunky-dory for everybody. We just cut the deal and be done with it, right? Right. Then you have the, the flamethrower group, mm-hmm. right? Then you have the apathetic group that just like I'll go with anything, right? Then, but then you have this flamethrower group that I don't care what it is. We're gonna throw the flamethrower at this thing because it's not. We don't like. Yeah, we but don't the like, guns back in the holster from the NFLPA. If they get, if 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 we hear six games, the guns back in the holster. Right. They're not firing those bullets. No. If, if they no, don't. No. Have no. 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 But no. I think they they showed their hand. Right. They said we're willing to go there, and yeah. all of a sudden the commissioner is negotiating down from a year or indefinite. To six or eight games. But here, I'm gonna just tell you. I think the again, script is written. You don't buy that the, the owners are really negotiating down. I don't. I don't uh, listen. The NFL owners have proven to be the worst. Yes, they have. Right? Because they're, they're always conspiring against something. I think you can just go back and check their own history. The other thing I would tell you, it has Sue Robinson in a, in a, in a precarious position because she's a woman. And if she don't come out right on this thing, she could look like she's soft on. And prime. it's her first yeah. ruling. And it's, it's, it, if it, they it, cut it, her it, off at the knees, it is a horrible look. The league could look bad if they overrule her. She could look bad. You're right. right. The women. I, it's I, I it's a very tricky situation. I think that these are all actors playing out a script. Yeah. And, and I like that. I like just, that. We're just. Yeah, I felt that way too. We'll see. Yeah. I'm gonna be. Okay, then, we're, we're gonna we're, talk we're, more about this, and we're yeah. also gonna come back to Baker Mayfield had some fascinating comments yesterday. That may not be as as pertinent today because right now, the way the wind's blowing, we'll see Deshaun Watson in a Browns uniform on the field this year. Get me going. We're going to talk about those, but Len Barker's here. And I got to tell you, for any baseball fan of the Indians, now Guardians, that's my age, um, Len Barker will always hold a very special place in, in their heart for what he did I think it was May 15th, 1981. Am I right, Large Lenny? May 15th, 1981. Perfect game. Last no-hitter in Indians-Guardians franchise history. That's almost mind-boggling when you think about it. It's been that long. Do you want to take a break or do you want to just bring them on? We're going to take a break. When we come back, Len Barker will be sitting where the gopher is right now. His name is Miles. (laughs) Miles the gopher is out. Len Barker is in. What a trade. Swap out. We win on that one. the ultimate Cleveland sports show. I remember what I was doing May 15th, 1981. I, if, if you're old enough, you probably remember where you are, oh, where yeah. you were when Len Barker threw his perfect game. It is so good to see you. Great Thanks to for be coming here. by the ultimate oh, Cleveland sports show. Hey. When you hear May 15th, 1981, what, I mean, obviously it was a night you'll never forget, but how do you, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, I was winning the game. Yeah, it was and one us, nothing, right? Us, yeah, three nothing. And, oh, three nothing. Uh, us okay. Being in first place, where the Cleveland uh, Indians weren't in first place very, very often back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was uh, a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we talked, you know, with Joe Charbonneau recently. Uh, I don't. know. Did you see when Joe was on? By the way. Yeah. yeah. He was great. He broke the whole studio, but it was awesome. And we played at a charity softball game a few years ago. Len played, and, and Joe played. And I remember asking you about the perfect game, and you said. The two things I remember you saying was that it was brutally hot that day 
And I think, if I remember correctly, you said that uh, you weren't feeling great coming into that game. No, well, actually, I it was. It wasn't hot. It was oh. 40, forty-two. It was oh raining too, wasn't it? I screwed that up. Typical Cleveland good. weather in right. yeah. And uh, uh, I'd been feeling good all year. Yeah. And uh, what happened was uh, I was late getting to the ballpark because I was picking my brother up at the airport. <laughs> and normally, you know, I get there an hour and a half before the game. I didn't get there until like forty-five minutes before. The <laughs> oh, game. So I had to put the uniform on, rush yeah. out, and start throwing right away. Ooh. So it was kind of a little out of sight. Wait, that even an hour and a half before. That's so a different. day you're yeah. being, that That's seems tight. like it's That's cut, tight. very tight. close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that was that commonplace then? Yeah, back then when you were a starting pitcher, you could come in when you want. But I used to go yeah. out and watch the other team take BP so I could look at the hitters and see how they're swinging really? that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now it was against the Blue Jays, right? Against Blue Jays. And right. they had some bats in that they lineup. They had some boppers in there. Yeah. yeah. yeah was there was there one moment? I'm sure there was cuz most no hitters have that moment where you think, "Uh-oh, this it's over." Was there one play that you balled that was put into play that you thought was going to be a base hit? Was there that exceptional defensive play that saved the no-hitter? Yeah, Tommy Verizer made a play up the middle, got the ball, and, and, and beat Alfredo Griffin. Uh, one right, fast. Right fast runner, yeah, too. Yeah, fast yeah. runner. Yeah. Kuiper made a great play to the, to the hole, and he's been coming back from uh, knee surgery. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't as quick as he, and he made a great play. Yeah. And uh, Toby Harrod dove into the stands, caught mm-hmm. a five ball. I, that's what I remember about yeah. it. Yeah, but, about uh, no I, I hung a, I only threw one change up in the game, and it was to John Mayberry. He was a big, big, big guy, bopper. Yeah. And he hit a bullet and almost killed uh, Kuiper, so I didn't throw him any more chances. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last you saw that yeah. one. So, 1981, I remember because it, uh, I was about three weeks away from graduating from high school. And my father used to listen to every Indians game at the time on the radio, sitting in his favorite chair by the front door. And so he would have it on, right? And so I, I, and I, I always remember the name when they would say Lars Lenny Barker, right? And so when you see him live, you see, you see why he's Lars Lenny Barker. Big I, I want to ask you this, Len. When, at what period of the game, when, when you're throwing a no-hitter, right? When you, you're rolling it. Perfect time, game. You guys right? keep saying no-hitter. Well, yeah. It's a perfect game. No-hitters are commonplace so, now. Yeah, perfect game. Goes so, that's it. Too. so that's when you're, yeah. when you're rolling, mm-hmm. when do the teammates run away from you and say, right. don't talk yeah, to you? True. When does that start? It started in the seventh inning. I was sitting by myself, and everybody, there's, you know, 24 other guys down there, and yeah. they're all crunched up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked down at them, and I said, said, I'm not superstitious, guys. You can, but of course, a lot of them were. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. So they were all in there, and then, uh, and then in the ninth inning, the the week before, Charbonneau uh, was playing left, and uh, Dave Garcia was going to take him out. Bylevin was throwing a no hitter, and he was going to take him out, and he took him out, and Larry Littleton missed the ball in the lights. So he comes up to me and he says, "I'm taking Charbonneau out." And I said, "If you take Charbonneau out, you're taking me out no. of the game." So he, he <laughs> let Joe in there. And Joe was a good outfielder. He could get yeah. to the ball, and yeah. he, you know, of course, he was a great hitter at that time. Were you act like what's like in your mind? What's going on in that ninth inning? Right. Were you extra nervous? Was it? Were you calm? How were? I was were you hearing ner- the crowd. I was pretty nervous. Well, the crowd yeah. was. Well, it, got, it was seventy-two hundred. <laughs> yeah. But by that time, a lot of people had come down. Yeah. And there was probably ten thousand, eleven thousand. Yeah. It was yeah. a big crowd for us back then. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, I walked out, picked the ball up, and I dropped the ball, and I almost fell over. So I got a little nervous. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. And then I started throwing, and I was all right. And the, the, yeah. 
they of course they put a pinch hitter at her right away to try to disrupt you. Yeah. And I threw struck him out on three pitches. So nice. I so, so I got back in the yeah. group. When you're throwing when you were in, when you're in your best, when you're throwing smoke, what's the what's the what's the heat number you're throwing at? I was probably throwing ninety seven, ninety eight in that area. Now, if you in remember, those days that, that was, was with the very old yeah. Yeah. I, and I, here, I'm not a baseball guy, but if you've ever been in a batting cage where they throwing the, the machine is throwing so eighty at you, it's man, real. It's, coming it's in real. There, yeah. It's oh real. God. But it's Len, real. your curveball was was good that night, wasn't it? Yeah, normally I you know, if I throw 120 pitches in a game, uh, I'd probably throw 30 curveballs and mostly fastballs. But that game, I threw 65% uh, uh, curveballs. And a lot of out wow, pitches yeah, were curveballs. Yeah, yeah, a lot of – well, there were 11 strikeouts and all of them were swinging. I mean, these guys were hacking. They were yeah. trying yeah. to hit the ball. Well, let me, let me ask you this. You talk about pitch counts, right? Um, you <laughs> say you, you throw on 130 pitches, you know, back then. Why? Wh where did it change? Why is it? You know, obviously humans haven't evolved that quick. But why? Why do you, nowadays you rarely see guys if they have a no hitter going into the seventh inning? Guys, guys keep they, taking out take of it out, man. Yeah. I just you hate to see it as a fan, money. man. It's all about money. Yeah. They they pay the starters to go five or six innings, and they got a middle reliever they're paying yeah. two three million to, and then yeah. they got a setup guy. And then they got the closer. That's what I. And yeah. the investment I, too today. I threw 197 pitches in a nine-inning game. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then I came back on three days rest. <laughs> yeah. The game. yeah. Well, in the old days, <laughs> there was no bullpen. No. In the no, old days, that was just nine. like washed-up guys. We right? had nine. Yeah. When we broke from spring training, we had nine pitchers on the staff. Yeah. That's now insane. teams are up. Now teams are mad because they had to cut down to 13, 13 pitchers, yeah. right? Yeah. But we, well, they need their 14th pitcher. Yeah, I mean, in those, I feel like when I was a kid, because I was 10 when you pitched that perfect game, I don't even remember watching games ever thinking about a pitch count. It was certainly never, never on the TV. No. Well, they never you never about even it. knew. No, no you never had yeah. one. The only time you would have one is if you were injured and you come back, they put you on a count. Sure, yeah, that makes games. sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. after that, you, they they let you go. I mean, it was, seems like guys are we more injured than ever now. We were geared to go nine innings. That's that's you know you're looking it. down the bullpen and said, yeah. well, it's either one of those guys or yeah. you oh, know. Or and right. This must drive you crazy, Len. Today there's a stat called a quality start. Yeah. And six innings, three runs is a quality start. I mean. Is that absurd? Yeah, it is absurd. I mean, I, I pitched with guys like Fergie Jenkins. Oh, who's yeah. an excellent. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. And By Levin and yeah. Gaylord Perry. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, a lot of the, the big time pitchers. So what, yeah. do you, what do you think about today's pitcher compared to your era? I, I don't think they, they didn't hold their velocity as long. Yeah. They do a lot more. I, I'm a college coach. I'm a head coach at Notre Dame College. And I see my guys before they warm up for a game, they go out in the uh, outside and they're throwing long toss, long toss, long toss. And by the time they hit the fourth inning, their velocity is down five or six. They're throwing all their bullets before right. they get out there. Mm. I mean, we I, I stretched 20 minutes, got on the mound, and started throwing. And that's how I was taught by, mm. like I said, by Levin and, and right. Fergie. Did and you have a, what was your pregame bullpen like? Pre-game bullpen, I'd stretch for 20 and get on the mound and start throwing. That's and I'd it. throw probably 50 pitches. I, I didn't leave the mound until I was hot and everything was working. I, used, I, I always laugh at the pitch count because if you figure the – because a, a pregame bullpen is anywhere from 30 to 50. to It's the comfort level. But right. you also are throwing six to eight between every inning. Right. So if you're on, in your 197 <laughs> uh, pitch start, yes. you threw over 300 pitches right. that day. Yeah, mm. yeah. And That's, then I had to come back crazy. on three days rest. And I talked to uh, Sam McDowell. You guys know yeah. him. He, yeah. uh, he told me he threw over 250 pitches in, in a nine-inning game. My so goodness, how in the world? Yeah. Back then, they didn't care. You know, right. It was yeah. a total different thing yeah, with yeah, the yeah. owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had control of everything until we, we started going into uh, 
We went on strike. It's crazy that anybody could get changing. to 250 yeah. because yeah. It, he's getting shelled if he's throwing that well, many pitches. Well, Sam would be a guy who'd walk 10 or 11, but strike That's out. Right. Yeah, high yeah. so so pitch count to every I'm, hitter. I'm, right. I'm glad Lynn brought this up, right, because we were talking about it in the other segment. So uh, I always felt like the Major League Players Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball Players Association has the best union out here. Right? Yes. They've always been at the yeah. forefront of making things happen. So what you just made a reference to that. So when you guys finally made a stand, do you think how, how how much do you think you advanced the game for the players? Oh, we, we advanced it to where they're they're at the salaries they are now. They would yeah. have never had that if we hadn't done that. Guys lost their careers because mm. they made a stance wow. for the uh, for team. I and mean, we yeah. the NBA players followed the the baseball players because we were looking around like, man, we getting hosed over here, and right. they seem to be getting everything right. right. And so when we made a stand because based on the stand that they made, then you start to see progress on the other side. So you start to seeing some. Some some leveling of the playing field. The right. players, when you sign those contracts, yeah, too, we signed. They were all guaranteed. Right. It's not like the the football players. They'll sign well, yeah. thirty five million and only twenty right. million. Unless you're Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 The well, first yeah. big money right. guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yep. Which is Did, insane. And now that's where the NFLPA is going to yeah. start going. Len, do you do you think the players today? Uh, appreciate what the older players did. I think them. a lot of them don't even know who the older players are. You probably wow. no, I, I would say maybe 30%, 40% know the game. Yeah. I mean, I followed all the guys back. I know, you know, right. starting back in the 20s all the way up through. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, it was just part of being baseball, you know. That was what you did. So why wouldn't you know the, the guys that, that came up? Yeah. You know, to help the, the, the sport. Yeah, it's funny because, like, even the kids, I coach a little league team. We talk about it all the time. And even my kids that like really love playing, a lot of them don't watch. They don't watch the, you know, one of so many distractions yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the video games, yeah, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Uh, Len, what happened to the ball that Rick Manning caught? For the he final caught game? it, gave it to me, and then I signed it to the best center fielder in baseball, and I gave it back to him. So he has it. He has the ball. Yep. That's no crazy. kidding. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. He ran down a lot of balls for me, so and yeah. a lot of other. He, guys. he was my favorite player. Yeah. He he patrolled center field. He at a gold glove level, yes, particularly early in his career before the back injury. Yeah, he wasn't a bad hitter and base stiller either. No, you know, yeah. He, he, he did good, good. all-around player yeah. for sure. Now, do, now, do you you look like you, these guys, these these Guardians guys keep coming back in here in shape, bro. This is second know. one. Now, I know it. You look like you still good, in some good shape. If they put you in the gun today, <laughs> what, what would you throw? Probably 75, 80, yeah. something like that. I throw BP to my sons and, and, yeah. and to the college kids once Do in a while. Yeah. 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 How old are your boys? Uh, they're uh, 17. He's going to be a senior. Actually, they just won the uh, at Chardon. They won the state football championship. Nice. Oh, Chardon's got an unbelievable. He was on that team. Program. He played football, and, then and they he won, won the baseball. state baseball. So what position? He was a uh, linebacker and a, a third base, uh, first baseman. Did nice. he ever fiddle around with pitching, or you didn't? Yeah, want he to pitches a little. And I have yeah. another one that won in 2020. He played baseball and football, and he was a running back on the state. And he scored two touchdowns in, oh, the, wow. in wow. the championship. Congratulations! Game. He's at Seton Hill right now. He didn't want to come play for his dad. <laughs> what about the younger one? Is the younger? Are you going to get the younger one? Uh, no? I'm working on him. I'm working on him. <laughs> he's recruiting Tell hard. Tell him if he's smart, he'll make yeah. the right choice. He's a big boy too. He's six four, two fifty. Wow! Damn, and he's oh, smoking wow. the ball right now. Oh, but wow. we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. I it's want them to make their choice. Yeah. Right. So they've done it. He made it. Seton Hill's a great baseball program. Sure. Right? Yeah. So, what do you think? What, what do you think about the state of the game today? I, I think they're destroying it. I mean, the things they change. I mean, you got a guy on third base, and they give him an intentional walk. I remember back in our day, the guy on third base, the pitcher throw a wild pitch, you score a run. I mean, they're giving things mm-hmm. up like that. Two seven inning games in, in the major leagues. That's, yeah. You know, that's that's not major league. No, baseball. I know. I hate it. 
I hate it. And they're putting. What about the Ghost Runner? Which, uh, luckily, that rule is going away. That's good. I mean, uh, you play you play extra innings. You play extra innings. Yes. Why change the game because of the situation? It doesn't make sense. They're talking about time limits. The time limits. Everything they've done to change the time limits. It's still, you're playing over three hour games anyway. So it hasn't worked. It's the the pitching changes are a big problem. That's part of the problem. That's causing the games to be long. All the constant stepping out of the box. That that you know could clean it up. I do love that they, I, I've been for a long time that they went to the DH in the National League. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think they should have done it a long time yeah, ago yeah, to yeah. make it fair for both leagues. Right. That right. Way. right. And, and that also extends guys' careers. Absolutely. Too. Now yeah. they have more options. You right. know, a guy like Nelson Cruz who signs with Washington, he could have never played in the National right. League. We don't get an opportunity like this. i got to ask these questions. Yeah. Pete Rose Hall of Fame. Yes. I think so. Yes. All right. What about the steroid what, guys? What about Bonds and, and Clemens, Bonds, all them. Sosa, I, mm. I think, you know, guys made mistakes. I think they, after a certain amount of time, they should reward them for what yeah, they've right. done. Yeah. I mean, Especially, I would just make it higher standards for those guys, right? right? Like, yes. if you're borderline and you're yeah. on steroids, you're you out. They're out. You think, yeah. you think the writers got too much say in who's in and who out? Yes. Who's out? Yes. The writers have no, to be fair to the writers, they have no say on Pete Rose. They're not allowed to right. vote for they him. Right, they don't have anything hang on. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, 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 yeah, on the steroid guys, they do. I think they should make it more baseball guys that are playing the game. <laughs> yes. That know the game, right. seen them play, and all I agree. That. They should. Well, no is, one knows it like yeah. you guys know right. it. Right. Nobody, because right. we've seen them play. And, right. if, and on the respect end, it's almost like the the media is punishing the players because let's face it, the media was asleep at the switch while this was going on. No, they enjoyed it. They right. well, they, sure they, they did. They enjoyed, Although, they enjoyed but, Bonds going deep. But in '98, yeah. when they're going gathered deep. around McGuire going deep, they enjoyed yeah. all of it. McGuire's got a, 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 a tub of Andro in his yeah. locker, strategically placed. Yeah, yeah. And they go, hey, Mark, tell us about this product you're using that's yeah. allowing right, you to get all right. these home runs. Oh, that's Andro. You can get it at any GNC. And they were off the trail. Yep. But and there are former the players who also said they wouldn't want guys in that are that took steroids. No, Johnny, ben- Johnny Bench says yeah. no to Pete Rose, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of hits. That's a lot of hits. It is a lot of hits. It's what? Gosh, 44,100. They should have banned him from coaching or managing anymore because, you know, he did bet. But his playing career is obviously all fame. So, yeah. You know what? Was there ever any evidence that he bet against his team? And I know that the reverse logic is, well, on the nights that he doesn't bet for his team to win. I don't think you can let him manage anymore. I don't think it should affect this Hall of Fame. I just, I I, I hate it for Pete. I I grew up an Indians fan. I didn't really love the Reds. They were winning while the Indians were losing. It was tough to watch. But I don't think anybody played the game with more passion. No. And let's face it. Charlie Hustle. For everybody that's a hitter is to do what? Get a hit. And by that measure, no one was more successful yeah, than Pete Rose. That's right. And, and he's not in there. I want to go back Bonds to the, to the steroid thing. You know, yeah. the owners knew about what oh, was yeah. going on. Absolutely. Oh, the yeah. owners they knew what it was going on because yeah. baseball ratings were down, and yep. that was good for baseball. So Absolutely. The shoes were singing yeah. because yeah. people The Sosa McGuire thing was one of the best things ever for baseball. It led yeah. the evening news every night, every night? in the month of it August was crazy. You, September. They would cut out of games and just sure. show those guys the ESPN was showing Sosa's fourth inning at bat live. Right. And it was good for the game. And to your point of the owners knowing, how could they not? Here was the home run record of 61 by Mara set in 1961. Right. 37 years later, not once is it busted, but twice and destroyed by 10%. Yeah. yeah. And that that was the holy grail of baseball records. Aside from, I think, Hank Aaron's career mark. Everybody could tell you that, yeah, the record's 61. And then it's broken five or six times in four years. 
and right. the Heck, owners were, were, didn't realize what was going when, on. When Brady they, they Anderson started hitting 50 home runs. I <laughs> yeah, 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 wait. That, that was the short side. <laughs> played against him. And he, went, he went from hitting nine or ten yeah. to 50-some. Yeah. You're like, what is happening here? So, Len, what do, you, what, is, what do you think about the Guardians, where they're at this season and how they're playing? And right Frank now, Cone, I think, Frank you know, job. they're playing pretty good right now for a team that doesn't really have – uh, a legitimate star, except for Ramos, he's mm. he's top, and Bieber. Yeah, but they're they're putting it together and they're playing hard and and you know they're winning games. They're, yeah, you, uh, you mentioned Ramirez there. I mean, he is he is a shining star on this team, yes. no doubt. He is yeah. such a good. He you look at him, you, he doesn't look like the prototypical great baseball player, but he he just does everything well. Right. Well, Tony Gwynn didn't look like the no, he didn't. He You're didn't. right. Good and point. He was one of the best. He was chubby ever. Yeah. <laughs> Len, who was the toughest hitter you ever faced? Rod Carew. No. Oh, God. Yeah. What a hitting machine. Yeah. He had that unorthodox, very open stance. Loved it. And like, he, he hit every pitch. Everything. Did he really? He'd, he'd go with the ball. I mean, one year they, they they were yelling, getting on him in Minnesota when he was playing there, that he didn't have enough home runs. So he, <laughs> he hit a, like 30 home right. runs. And his average went down 10 points. Instead of hitting 350, he hit 340. Yeah. Wow. And they, they were going to cut him. They cut his salary. Oh, my God. Did they? Yes. Yeah. That's insane. It's he was one of the nuts. Best pure one hitters. Of the, and he got blackballed his last year when he was a free agent. He he hit like 330, and nobody, no teams took him. And Why? I don't under, understand it. I don't, well, that because be, he was in with when we were on those strikes and all that. They, oh, they yeah. hold things against him. Uh, oh, yeah. I told you. Well, I baseball, you remember Kurt Flood? Way with, more than they football. Kurt Flood. They got to stay Kurt, winning. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Kurt Flood lost his his chance to play anymore, yeah, but here. he stood up for all the he players. Did. And he did. That was amazing. He was the OG. Nah, and I will just tell you, in all the sports, the owners, and some of them are good people, but they have to stay winning. They will. And then they will they will. They will punish. They'll try to well, punish to the end. Yes, they will. And then yeah. even after Rod Carew, remember when Dawson wanted to leave the Expos? Yep. Right? And he said to the Cubs, hey, I'll sign for anything, basically. Right. And and all the teams were – finally, they they had to sign him. But right. that was crazy, crazy you, times. You mentioned that Rod yeah. was, the, was the best hitter in the game when you were playing. Yeah. Pitchers know this. Was there a guy that wasn't really an all-star but just had your number? A guy that just for whatever reason no, put the there, ball there in play. No, there's probably more you. than just one guy. <laughs> I mean, Who was the guy that you were like, oh, not him again? I lost Mario that. Mendoza. <laughs> the load of Mendoza line, yeah. yeah. Hitting 190. Yeah. You, you always had to watch out for those guys that weren't hitting good because you think you could blow a fastball by them. And they're major league hitters. They're going to hit sure. it. Sure. Yeah. I was pitching against uh, in, in Detroit. I had a, a one nothing lead going into the uh, bottom of the eighth. Jerry Turner came up. He's hitting 176. I walked a guy, and I figured I could blow up by him, and he, he took me deep. We lose two to one. Mm. Wow! Through 130 pitches, only one bad pitch. And, wow! But that's that's why you had to concentrate on it because they're, they're major league players, mm-hmm. just like football. You never know who in in, in the NFL who's going to make a play. They can, yeah. you know, that's not a star, but they make the play. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Then they become a star. How rewarding is coaching for you? Oh, I love it. I, I love seeing these guys. I'm get, actually got a shortstop that's probably going to get drafted. Really? Nice. In the between the fifth and seventh round this year. Yeah. No kidding. Is he phenomenal. from the area? He's from uh, Springfield on the other side of Columbus. Okay. Do you it, find do you find young players come to you because of your experience and want to be under your tutelage? Do you find that because of your experience in, in Major League Baseball? I've been finding a lot a lot of pitchers that want to come there and do that. Yeah. And of course, Charbonneau is my hitting coach. That's, that's right. right. So they're yeah. coming. What a there. staff! Can we they're sit in on to... some of those staff meetings? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys would enjoy <laughs> yeah. that. If they had the ability, you know, obviously when he got hurt and had all those injuries, you, you don't have the medical that you have now. Right. Had he been able to get healthy, had they had the science they have now, 
how good do you think he would have been? Uh, he would have he would have continued to get better and better yeah. and better. Yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't strike out much. You know, yeah. Back when we were playing, if you struck out a hundred times, you oh. went to back sent down to the minor leagues. Yeah, right. Now sure. the guys are swinging. And That's a good year if you yeah. strike out a hundred. No, they encourage yeah. you. They want you to. <laughs> they do want you have you a, to. Do you have a favorite Joe Charbonneau story? Uh, I got some, but I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, they're all true. Too. Yeah. Joe's a great guy. We oh, my God. And we threw out some stories that were myth. You know, we, we didn't know if they were mythical or is it. Yeah. Was, and, and just about everyone. Well, he told us. Yep. Did he tell you about the Detroit? I can tell this one because it's not about. Oh, remind us. Maybe we had a team party. I walk in and, and he the, he's on out on the ledge on a window. You know, I, he says, Mark, bring me a beer. And I hand him a beer and I look down and, you know, we're 55 stories up and there's no ledge. His feet aren't on any ledge. He's hanging out there like this. Oh drinking beer. That, that's a true story. <laughs> he did not tell us. Yeah. That. No, he didn't tell us. Oh, that. my God. He that's told us crazy. He broke into the zoo in California and yeah. tried to ride a rhino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is classic. Oh, my Len, God. Thank Len, you thanks, so much Len. for coming in. There's, it, there's a ton that we want to get to that we didn't, so we hope you'll come back. Yeah, anytime, guys. All right. That's Len, awesome. Thanks. It's great thank to hear. You. Len Barker, Legend. the great Len Barker, the last Cleveland pitcher to throw not just a no-hitter, mm. but a perfect game as well. Len, thank you Over very much. Thanks, guys. We're taking a break. It. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is coming right back. We are back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Big thanks to Len Barker. Uh, it's always great to have Indians of my youth come in and talk about the old mm. days. And I, we could have spent another hour oh with them. And I'm glad he told me a really back. quick, funny story off the air that I cannot share. But Damn. oh my god! All right, in the, in the next break or after yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, we told you earlier that we were going to talk about Len, Bar- uh, Len Barker. That we we're going to yeah. talk about um, Baker Mayfield, and we're going to yeah. do that. We're going to do that right now. He, he talked yesterday at a camp in Oklahoma. And he talked to a reporter there and talked about a lot of different issues. But obviously, the one that I think most fans here were interested in was he was asked about, is has the ship completely sailed in terms of a possibility that he may play for the Cleveland Browns again? Stevie, if we can, let's roll that first clip, and then we'll talk about it on the back. Could Baker Mayfield ever play again for the Browns if that if – that I think it's uh, been pretty obvious okay. the mutual decision on both sides is, is to move on. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for my four years in Cleveland. There's a lot of ups and downs and a ton of learning experiences that, uh, you know, I'll forever keep with me. You know, I, teammates and friends and, and relationships that I'll have for a lifetime. And, you know, just flew in last night from East Lansing, Michigan for Drew Stanton, who's my mentor. He was a quarterback there in Cleveland when I got drafted. And just relationships like that you're just so thankful for. So, I mean, the support staff in Cleveland, the people of Cleveland, it's a great sports town. So I'm thankful for it. And it's, there's no resentment towards the city of Cleveland by any means. I think for that to happen, there would have to be some reaching out. But uh, we're, we're ready to move on, I think, on both sides. So before that happens, there has to be some reaching out. Brad? Talk to him, OG. There was a sly smile in there, him. by the way, before Talk we started talking. I, I, I have to say this, right? <laughs> I, you know, yesterday's program, I, a big shout out to Josina because she's spot on where I am. Let me let me let me be clear. Baker is you have it backwards. They have you under contract, right? All they have to do is exercise the contract, right? And if they do, they're gonna put you in a very precarious position. This is really about one thing. It is about Baker Mayfield understanding where he is today. He has a contract. 
if he wants to continue on and be a professional quarterback here, sometimes you have to be get out of your own way. He can walk back through the door and do, do what's necessary. I don't care if Watson has a six game suspension, eight game suspension in order for him to get, carry on his future with, with, where he wants it to be elsewhere. He's got a total line here. And, it, it, and all he has to do is check if this. he wants his money. Right. They don't want it. They don't want him but here. Adam, they don't they just go back and check yeah. the multiple sports around and multiple players have played yeah. this game, right? And you end up losing every time. The only one that doesn't understand that yeah. is him. But you go. Ask I don't disagree with you, but I don't think the team wants him here either. The problem is the yeah. team is going to be could be put in a very precarious position. So are you going to go forward with, with Brissett? Or are you going to go forward with Mayfield? You've got a small window of opportunity here because once the window opens, Adam, it yeah. begins to close. That's very right? true. So, so you have a window here. Are you going to cut your nose, your own nose off to spite your face? I mm. have a guy. He, he's not going to be my ultimate guy. Yeah. But in this one instance, and you're going to pay that guy. I, to, come on, to play for right. you or to play for someone else, you're going to pay. The, it. the other thing he does not understand is this, Jay. In order to go forward in this league, he's got to show the others that he's mature enough to be a professional. And every time he comes out and make those little asinine statements, uh, we've moved on. What, moved on? They have you under contract. <laughs> uh, Only the one that can move on is the Browns. Uh, they can say I'm moving on. And they but, haven't done that but yet. But you are at the whim of the Browns. I'll I tell you what, Ben, there's a, there's a thing, you know, I, and I'll just use this as a quick example. I've been in this game for 12 years. I ain't never been full-time doing nothing. You know what? I had to do an internship for a year and work for free. You know what? I got two degrees, communications and marketing, and I had to go back to broadcasting school. For 12 years, I drove from Canton to Cleveland. You say, gee, Bush, you're rambling. What does it got to do with Baker Mayfield? The point is, when, when I wasn't full-time, I didn't just say, hey, you know what? They ain't putting me in. They're going to have to reach out to me. No, I got to get him. I got to get on my job. I got to keep going over here. And luckily, after 12 years, somebody said, well, you know, let me, let me call this kid up. Let me give him a shot. Let me bring, bring it because he looked like he want to work. At the end of the day, he's not doing himself no favors. Even his people, you should say this, Jay. Just tell him that the answer to that question goes like this. Hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm still in a contract with the Cleveland Browns. I know they're going through that's some, the smart answer. Right. I know you're going right. through some stuff with Deshaun Watson um, and, and you know that you know we don't know what that's going to lead but as long as I'm part of the Cleveland Browns I'm, ready to go. I'm, 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 I'm willing to go but, he's no. not. but once again, it's what I keep saying. He has never shown maturity. He will not show maturity and he's not going to do it now. Well, Let's so, role play. You're Baker Mayfield yeah, and I'm the yeah. reporter. Yeah. So is there ever a chance that you play for the Browns again? Baker? Absolutely. I'm still on the contract. Until I'm until and if I'm traded, I'm ready to play ball. Let's go. That's the answer. I would have shown up at OTAs. Well, done. I would have shown up at mini camps. Yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. But and that's it shows not maturity. Him. It shows maturity. I, I, I have too. to ask this, right? Because sometimes in your own professional camp, your agents and everything, you can all get into the groundswell and be sucked into a hole that you didn't even see coming. My other question: Where's his family? Because yeah. <laughs> my father would have been the first uh, one. You ask my brother. You can ask my my father would have been the first one. Said yeah. here when I my first year in Chicago, I was I was just drafted. I'm waiting for this contract, right? And uh, the salary at that time I think was four hundred thousand dollars in '86, right? A lot of and money. And so my father, who was a postal worker for thirty five plus years, mm -hmm. right? It was September, and I still hadn't signed a contract. 
You know, I was sitting, I was laying in my bed in Columbus at Ohio State because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing nothing. I'm waiting to go to Chicago. My father said, call me in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning. I said, what? Why haven't you signed a contract? He was perturbed. <laughs> Why haven't you signed sure a contract? He worked every day and he for was a like, he said, he said, I said, Dad, you don't know nothing about it. He stopped me right there. He said, let me tell you something. I may not know nothing about what you're talking about, but let me tell you something. I go to work every day. Right, mm-hmm. the money they talk about giving you. This family had never seen any money like that. What are you talking about? Get yourself together. And so somebody has to be the voice of reason, right? right? Yeah. And it's probably somebody in his own family. That's a good point. Right? He did grow up with money, though. I wonder if, like, his, you know, he's not soon, this kind comes, of money. Not eighteen point eight million soon, a year. He's gonna, he's gonna, if he stay on this path, gonna be soon to be yeah. without it. But he, he, they wouldn't. He wouldn't even have to follow. Just sometimes they always say, man, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Now listen, you might not even have to mess around and even have to go back to Cleveland because the Browns which will he won't because they're going to be, trade him. Because the Browns yeah. will tell you, no, 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 stay yeah. where you are. Right. But guess what that does? It would be seven, eight teams that said, "Wow, man, this dude." You hear what Baker Mayfield said? He's ready to play? Every Let's na- go get him. Every outlet would be breaking in. Every news would say, "Well, what are the Cleveland Browns doing?" He's saying he's willing to go back. Look how mature he is. Even the Baker haters, like you and I, would give him. I, credit I, for I that. had to give him props. He'll have yeah. seven, eight teams that weren't even eligible at, for before. Say, yeah. "We bring, hey, like, go bring this kid in real quick." To that, to that point, when Josina <laughs> broke some stories about Baker last week, I found it interesting. Later in the story, she said that Seattle would be open to perhaps signing him to an extension, yeah. which would be ideal for Baker. Wouldn't even make this year an audition year. Yeah. So in other words, That's Seattle crazy. says, we'll trade for Baker. We'll rip up your deal. We'll give you three years at 35, 45, whatever the number is. But <laughs> Josina also wrote that the team is in the process of gathering information about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, now, right. that to me is an indictment of Baker Mayfield. No doubt. Because he's been in this league for four years. Right. Yes. And they're gathering information on this dude. Yeah, yeah. He is who he is. He's and a, he no reminded doubt. us yesterday with 100%. that answer he, he's, he's who a, he is. He has a body of work that I think that if you if you look at it and, and being a very uh, unbiased person, he has a body of work that says he should continue here. He undermines his own self with these little statements, right? All the time, right? And that's the problem, right? And he will soon find out here. I don't care how much talent you think they have. Right. If, if a team thinks that you are a problem, they're going to veer away from it. To your point, Brent, if you're a great player, then people put up with anything. For a while. Right? For a while. A great player. But he's just a decent player. He's solid. He's a solid middle-of-the-road quarterback. But if you're middle-of-the-road... They don't want to put up with any of this stuff. The fact that they're still gathering information. Yeah. Like, everybody has a shelf life here. Do you remember when the Sixers tried to walk Dr. J out of Philadelphia? Yeah. Walked him out of, tried to walk him out of Philadelphia to the Clippers. Right? This is when the Clippers were, like, awful. A different time. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. So, Jordan ended up where? Washington. Washington. Right. And they were, the Bulls were on the top of the heap. And they were like, oh, no, you're done. Right? So, everybody has a shelf life. So right, let's, let's, the next let's play the next yeah. clip from Baker. This is him talking about the uncertainty of his future. Is it a little unfair that you still don't kind of know where you're going or what's going to be happening? Um, I think, you know, I think I got frustrated with it not happening before, uh, you know, like mini camp and all those things. Uh, but that's, that's the stuff that's out of my control. And so, you know, let those things happen and, and fall into place. And so right now I'm just controlling what I can and, and enjoying this. Baker looks like he's dealing with a cold. It's not completely out of his control because if he had performed better, if he had a better attitude. Well, that's in the past, though. Right. Well, okay, true. Nothing he can do now. You're right. Nothing he can do now. But had he 
Well, but to some degree, the way every time he talks, he hurts his trade value. Well, every time he talks, bull, he talks like he's in control. He's yet to realize he's not in control. No, no, he just said right there. No, because he said you have no control, Jay. You have no. None. I know, but he You're, just said that his control. He said is, it's out of my his control. control is going to the bank two times a month. That's yeah. his control, right? Well, so the thing for him is he has to be able to demonstrate again that he is wise enough and smart enough for someone to invest further into his future. Right. right? This is not Oklahoma. We're not in sooner land anymore, right? No. This is about here dollars and cents. And if he does not do what is necessary, do you think that somebody's going to throw a ton of money at him knowing that he's a wild card here? That's why you have players in the league that say, do not bring him over here. Do not bring him over here. The guy out of Charlotte, do not bring him over here. Carolina, do not bring him over here. Yeah. Like this, you know, we talk about it. it's like interviewing, right? Everybody's taking interviewing classes, right? You know, they ask you, you know, what's your biggest, what's, your, what's something you got to work on, right? They ask you all these questions. So why'd you leave your previous employer? All these things regular people got to deal with. Every single time he gets on camera, he should be understanding that is an interview. He's saying, look, man, there's some things that I did in Cleveland. Um, I got to learn about the way you got to lead a team. You know, hopefully in my next stop, I'll have an opportunity to learn from those mistakes, re rebuild, rebrand myself, and just to get in there and learn from what I've done. You know, previously. I think Baker Mayfield has a victim's mentality. Oh, it's hundred percent. He he is constantly talking about how he's been egregious. Yeah. How <laughs> it's not fair. Right. Right. It wasn't fair at his first college stop. It's not fair here in Cleveland. It's so. I think sometimes it's hard for a person to move forward if they're focused on the rearview mirror. Absolutely. Just I, move forward. I can, I can give you 18 and a half million reasons why it's fair, right? Because those those single dollar bills that are coming his way, it's you fair. Kidding. It's very fair. Yeah, to me, right. But but I wish he would drop the victim's mentality because it's a bad look. It's a very it's it's a terrible. Business. It's, it's, it's always what was me with him. I know. So yeah, I, I, I wish he would just come out and say, look, Cleveland had a decision to do in their mind go through with an upgrade at at the most important position in the right. sport. I wish I'm going to prove them wrong. Right, I don't know right, if that's going right. to be right. Seattle yeah. right. or Charlotte or some other team, but it's now I, I, that's behind me. He doesn't even have to say I'm that. I'm going to take control just, now of what I can. What, what I would can happen, Jay, if he just showed up, right? He doesn't have to say that. Say that when you're walking out the door when it's over, right? You don't have I to. I think we're going to hear a lot from you, Baker you know, Mayfield. The question, when this I, is the question over. I wanted, oh, yeah. the question I wanted to see really asked uh, from Sooneland there was this. Will you report if the Browns say report? That's all I want to know. Yeah, I don't need to know the side That's, story. That would have been a good question. That would have been, been a great side question. story. I want to know: Will you report if they say report? Yeah. Or then, then we can assess where your mental state is. If they is. talk about it needs to be some calls made, would you reach out to them first? Well, he made it clear there needs to be some reaching What's out. This? So, so he's so, not reaching so, out to them. So he's expecting the Browns no, to reach Brent, out to him. Brent, even though I'm, I, I. Think there's zero chance he's coming right. back. Brett is ultimately right. The Browns don't owe him a phone call. He no. is under contract. And so, and so why? His, That's ridiculous. So his thought process. Here's the thing: if 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 they knew Baker Mayfield was going to be a solid citizen in terms of not making no big commotion, what's the problem with you calling? Like, listen, AB, we, we, I know you're trying to get me up out of here. I get it. Um, I'm trying to figure out the way, best way to expedite that. And I believe the best way to do that is to help rehabilitate my image and, and come in yeah. and see me around. That's the right. Can we do that? If yeah. anything, and it would be yes. Baker making the call and saying, "Hey guys, I'm willing to practice. Yeah. I'm willing to come to OTAs. I'll be there if you trade. You know, I'm, if you're not trading me, 
Or if you're, they you don't know, get, trying they to don't build, need to get on to uh, down on bended knee, no, right? To no. beg him to come to no, training camp. No, he should be aggressive and say, I, "I'm ready I, to go." I'm not foolish enough to, to not believe that there has not been anybody on the Browns team of players. I'm just going to players that have not had this conversation with him. Just come on back in here. Yeah, yeah. playing around. Yeah. Well, right. they can't keep him out of the facility be, through the NFLPA. Yeah. He has to have right. at his disposal so the stop. same resources. And Josina insinuated yesterday that the Browns have had these conversations. So, so stop say. running to Lansing. Stop yeah. running to Soonerland, right? right. <laughs> Listen, that's all good, right? On the weekend. Yeah. How about on Monday through Friday, you show up? Put well, the pre- put the pressure on Cleveland. Yeah, that's, that's the Browns point. refuse to I let him. Either. Then it's on them as the well, bad guys. The, the question is, yeah, what has he done this off season to become better? Like it, it, it's it's right. famous what. Peyton Manning used to do what Tom Brady currently does now to play mm-hmm. at 45 years old. Yep. What is Baker Mayfield doing this offseason, his fourth offseason since becoming an NFL player? What is he doing to nope. stay ready? Roll that bite. A lot of, you know, pulling people together and scrapping it together down there in Lake Travis, having some routes going on. And, you know, I've been working with the, uh, a guy named Jeff Christensen, who's extremely knowledgeable about fundamentals of playing quarterback, and uh, been throwing with Danny Amendola, Cole Beasley, and uh, a couple other guys just around the area, and it's it's just been great. You know, obviously, if I was focused on not having a team and not being able to do that, it'd, it'd be pretty miserable. But I'm just working on getting better as myself, you know, for myself, and then uh, whenever this all happens, then learn the playbook and get the guys down as soon as possible. No, no, the call is unacceptable. The call is not coming. You, 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 you know, <laughs> I, I think he was talking not from the Browns. I think he was talking about the call for the Let trade. Me, you know why this? You know why that, that comment's unacceptable? Tell me. Because. Because he's he, only throwing white guys? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I, there's only like five of them. All of them down there. Best joke in 37 shows. Now, now I'm, now I'm going to tell you this. Where they had in Lake Placid? Where they had? I don't know. Why, 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 why? That's bare minimum. That's that's a lot. I'm a football guy. You talk about you throwing with people at Lake Travis. You need to be with bona fide throwing coaches. You need to be down there working out, getting your body in the best shape it can. You should have that stuff down pat. That ain't going to get it done just throwing with Cole Beasley and having fun. Come on now. Like, you got to be down there every single year. They ask Baker, are you working? Hey, Tom Brady is over here working. Uh, 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 you, you, you got uh, Lamar Jackson's over here working with the top names. Get down there and you're not being smart about it. If I'm working with a quarterback coach, you know what I got? I got that on tape. I got that on I thought he said he was working with I need yeah, I need the that. top of the food chain and I need it on well, tape showing yeah. people I'm ready. Well, I'm ready to go. Well, let me ask you a question because this is not what I've, I've not heard. What's his health like? Is he healthy again? I don't I don't assume that that's going to be an issue because it was his non-throwing shoulder. Well, what I mean, well, I, I still he was asked that question, Brad, just healthy. to fill you in, and he just gave a real quick answer. He goes, I'm good, ready to rock. But he said that during the season. Yeah. <laughs> well, the expectation is he will will, will be ready to throw. Well, but you know what, Jay? It would, be, it would be nice if his team that is paying him would say that, right? No, he's healthy and but ready Brad, to go. Brad, don't you know he had the worst injury in the history of football? <laughs> that it's going to take him a long time to come Petty LeBoule. Petty LeBoule. Can we get that Petty LeBoule. Petty LeBoule. Worst LeBoul. injury of all time. So, I, look, I, I think the injury is, is is not a factor at all. I don't think anybody – if it was to his thro- throwing shoulder, yeah. yeah, it would be a concern, but I don't think it has well, anything here. to do with – well, you know. well, here, I saw the performance last year. I beg to differ with you. But, Brad, he was playing with the injury last well, year. Well, well, I'm saying – I'm sure he'll come back tell, and that injury will not be a factor. Just tell me it's fixed. I need – well, 
I need I need an OBJ film. We know the surgery film. was a success. He has said that. <laughs> you got to be out here on tape now. YouTube, I tell people, how can I get on? YouTube. We on YouTube. Everybody need to be on YouTube. And you need to show people I'm ready. So, you know, everybody go to YouTube to see what your highlights is. Oh, yeah. you see that zip on the ball? Baker down there ready to go. People get so excited about that nonsense. Yeah, but you know but, what? Yeah. Seattle isn't going to say, oh, my God, you see that video of him and no, YouTube? No, Make the trade. No, Make but, the trade. But we have to see because. They know yeah. what he can Here, do. So I've got, a, I've, I've got a kid playing at, uh, she's playing at the University of Maryland, right? And so she's coming off a great freshman campaign. But she's in the gym this summer. You think they're not eyeballing her? They're like, oh, you, you well, ho, ho, ho. Sure. Yeah, I'm not she's seeing putting in the work. I'm not, well, I want to see if you put in the work. I want to yeah. see if you're making any progress here, yeah. right? Because we cannot live on what we did before, right? And the only way you can see that, to G's point, is you have to be around people that can assess yes. and get you to where you need to go. You cannot do that in Lansing. Yeah, but I don't, <laughs> guys, I don't think we're talking about a guy who's getting ready for the draft. I don't think we're talking no. about no, a guy no, that no. comes talking, in with we're, baggage. We're talking and, about getting better. You know, you, yeah, get, I, I wanna, you get better in the offseason. In fairness, yeah. we don't know exactly what no, he's we doing. Don't what he's doing. We don't know what he's, what he's doing. Not doing. All, we don't know a thing. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I don't even do, think so. What we do know what's is What's Joe Burrow doing? No, we don't know. What we do, what I don't we know. Do, what we do know is this, that I'm aggrieved. Yeah, right? I'm a victim. I'm a victim. <laughs> That's what we know. Stop mistreating me. <laughs> feel sorry for me. I don't feel one bit sorry for him. He's going to be paid almost $19 million this year. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what my counselor told me. He said, G. Bush, you know what? You got a divorce. How many times you been engaged? I said three. So you've been engaged three times Ooh. and you've been divorced four. Ooh. I said, yeah, man, but this last one was crazy. She said at some point, sir, that's on you. It's not about yeah. It's not about them. It's who you picking Wait, to start with. You've been married three times. No, engaged three times. Oh, engaged three times. Mm -hmm. Married once. Well, divorced. at least you were smart enough to figure it out while it wasn't right before you got married. But but but, but the, but the counsel but the counselor said to me. Eventually, it's on you. Eventually, yeah. on you. that you got to look at your decisions you are making. Baker Mayfield has been at Texas Tech. He'd have been at Oklahoma. He came here to Cleveland. Yeah. Now he's out here. At some point, we just want him to say. Look, man, that's on me, man. I had an opportunity. Yeah. I didn't get it's it. It's never done. on him. He I never takes the he, he needs some counseling. Who's your counselor? And by he the way, to, to your point, is. you said we don't know what Joe Burrow's doing this offseason. Is there anybody doubting that Joe Burrow's working his ass no, off? No, but this this is, so you, he right. gets the benefit of the doubt because he went to yes. a Super Bowl? Yes. No, no, yes. no, no. Yeah, that's yes, not he how does. Yes, he does. No, it doesn't. If you're going to question yeah. what one guy is doing without right. knowing what everyone else is doing, hold on. The guys that put out there right. what they're doing are the Tom Brady. But Baker Baker admitted that he took things lightly after his rookie year. He did. He did say right? that. Yes. And, and, and well, he thought it was going to be easier. Is what right. He, said. <laughs> he thought it was going to be easier. I, we don't. Here's the thing with the NFL and and, and NBA and Major League Baseball. Yeah. Okay. It's on you if you show up first day of camp and you're not ready. And yeah. it's only going to, you're right. going to be the only guy that knows it for day one. Mm -hmm. By day two, everybody in the organization is going to be saying, Brad didn't get rep. Brad did nothing. Oh, no, no, but, that's, but that's your let's track say, record, since you, though. Let's see, since you Nobody, that, he's never let, showed let, up, let, though, let, and not been ready. Because so let me just tell you that I agree to you to a point. So my story out of Chicago, I, uh, we just had come out of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? I had played well. And I talked myself out of Chicago. I had Jordan go into the Bulls manager and tell him that I wanted to be moved. He did me a favor. He said, you want me to do that? I said, I absolutely want, I want you to do that, right? So they trade me weeks later to, to uh, Seattle for B.J. Armstrong, mm -hmm. right? I go to Seattle. I'm getting married that summer. You know, I did nothing that summer. Right. Mm -hmm. I showed up in Seattle in the worst freaking shape. And they knew and, it. And they knew it because when we went and played, we went shirts and skins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, hey, no. Make sure Sellers is in skin. Oh, I want to see what he's got under the hood. That's the old school. That is old school right there. By the time I recovered, Jay, it was too late. Yeah, no. Hey, listen. And and so somebody's got to be there checking. Somebody has to be because you got to hold yourself accountable. Right. Now the question is. Is he able to hold himself accountable? We didn't see him running or doing anything other than throwing footballs, but physically, he looked he looked fine. He's not heavy. Yeah, he looks fine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that he's been putting in a ton of work, right. but he's not. So it's not letting he, himself it's, go. It's not the look. It's the repetition. Right. We want to skill see development. Right. It, it is that, and you only get that in by showing up at nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm working to this time. Right. And that's what I'm doing, and it, it is methodical, and it, it is every day. I think. Sure. I think so what Brad, I think what Brad is saying is he got to work like he ain't got a job. Like you he, work, you got to work like. So if you, it, I this is me. I you know because he essentially doesn't have yeah, a job. I like to market yeah. myself. I'm telling Tom Brady, hey, listen, Tom. I I want I want to come down here. I want to shoot film something with you. I want to throw with you, bro. I want to get down here. I want to go on the road with Peyton. I want to be on a whiteboard with Peyton Manning. Hey Peyton, listen, man. I I, I want to get better cerebrally at the line of scrimmage. Can I come down here and do my thing? When you do those type things, what it does is it gives you goodwill. It opens doors. Some people not going to like would, you. It would inspire Seattle to say, yeah. "I want to sign him." And I, the yeah, problem I, I, too, I, I don't buy the that. problem too though is second. Baker always talks as if he's this great accomplished. Proven vet, and he's not. I, I don't yeah. think that the, he he doesn't need to put a tape out. To get no, no, Seattle no. What I'm saying is, it, it's not the tape, Jay. It is you're in the air. You're showing me that you are. Yeah. It is showing me that you are yeah. about your craft. I would imagine that if Seattle and they said they're investigating, they're doing more intel on Baker Mayfield. They've had talks with Baker. They know. Yeah. They've yeah. had talks with Baker's camp. They know what he's doing. They're not going to make a move, especially if it includes an extension. They're not going to bring this guy in and give him more years if they don't believe that he's fully committed, me, not just to his craft, but to this let team. Let me ask you a question. Do you think they take any validity from a, a third-party source that they trust? Somebody else can put some eyes on them that say, hey. Sure, but they're going to do their, no, like but, the Browns should have, they're going to yeah. do their own so, investigation. So, so if I have, so if I have a, a person that I know well yeah. for a long period of time, mm, yeah. and you're in an environment where they see you. That's right? a part of it. Yeah. And they say, hey, hey, what did you think about that kid? He said, that kid was spot on. Yeah. That's a then, part then, of it. Then I can trust but, that. But, yeah. but Brad, they're not going to, on the word of a scout from San Francisco. No, no, I'm not saying they're not going to. So right. they're, they're going to, hopefully, they'll do their yeah. due diligence. They'll talk to all the people in the Browns organization that they feel comfortable talking with. They'll talk to teammates. They'll would, talk to former teammates. They'll also talk yeah. to Guys, Baker, and then they'll make their collective decision. This won't be the last time we talk about it. We got to move it along, right? But yeah. but this but uh, Baker needs. I, I forgot what I was saying. Let's move <laughs> on. Let's, go, let's, let's clean up Watson because we, we started down the Watson okay. road, mm-hmm. and I think oh, there's yeah. still some meat on that. Boat. Oh, real quick, Baker is. It would be insane for the Seahawks to give him extension. That's what I was going to say. Sorry, go go ahead to Watson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, I just want to clean it up. Yeah. Like, right. So we talked a little bit about the Sean Watson. The one thing we didn't talk about today that we touched on yesterday was grading this trade. Obviously, it's incomplete. We don't yeah, know. That's an, that's another one. But okay. based on let, what does it? What has to happen with Sue Robinson and the league for you to still say 
it's still worth three number one draft picks I'm, I'm, and 230 million guaranteed dollars. I'm, I'm gonna start off with that immediately. One thing I've been hearing all over: it's a disaster if he's suspended a year. It's a disaster if he's suspended about a year. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Talk, Go ahead. That's crazy. That's yeah, that's ludicrous. It's nuts. Like, matter of fact, you got to understand: Deshaun Watson is actually the same age or a little bit younger than Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He'll be 27 years old by the time he's done with his year suspension. You talk about the three number one picks. You got a guy that's now under asset. And when he gets the year, it's done. Got good. He, he can go ahead and move on. But now you got a guy, 27, 28, 29, 30. But G. Bush, everybody else's contracts elapsed. I, I, I get year. that. I get that. I understand that. But what, but what you're talking about is the alternative was letting those contracts expire because if Baker was here, that's not happening. Like, you're not going to win. They made the decision that you are not going to win without a top-level quarterback. Right. And I tell, I call it the Joe Burrow rule. Joe Burrow is now in your, in your division. You could act like it was cute and they went to the Super Bowl, but now he's young and you got to deal with him for five, ten years. And they, More than they, five. Thank you. So my thing is, if you ain't got a quarterback running the ball and all that other stuff, guess what? That ain't gonna work. So you still, even if he's given yep. a year, you're still giving up three first round draft picks and two hundred thirty million. He's worth that. Well, I'll tell you, I, most that, NFL that, execs are. Well, well, he's I, I, that I, 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 I would, I would yeah. I say that that's just the cost of the mission to the party. Yeah, that's, right? it. that's all. Yes, if we that, knew he was going to be. Well, here, I think you're. I think we're all. I think we're all taking it from a different standpoint because I have. I'm on record saying this to you that I think the Browns have considered that in this entire equation. I think the contract is set up so that they had a worst case scenario built in here. So I think that they have already considered that. So you're fine. If it's a year, this yep. is the doesn't price. affect the this way is, you look at the trade. This is the price of the party. And Bull, I know where you are. You're, yeah, yeah, let's the do only, it. Give him four first listen, rounders. If I knew for a fact that he was going to be suspended a year, would I have pr- maybe been able to get him for less? Yes. Maybe I'd give up two first round picks. Yes. But am I saying it's a bad trade if he's suspended a year? Definitely not. It's only a bad trade if they don't win with Watson. Yeah, it only which bad they trade. will, in my opinion. I'll be shocked if they don't. Only now we could argue whether he has to win a Super Bowl. No, or he does. Or he does. get consistently deep in the playoffs. They won with Baker Mayfield. That wasn't enough winning. No, I'm not we saying one more win. winning. But if they, if he, if he wins seven, eight playoff games, but they never win a Super Bowl over a four-year stretch. Oh. I still think it was a good trade. Two hundred thirty million guaranteed Jay's, contract Jay's, over three Jay's, first round Jay's, draft picks. Jay's, no, Jay's my guy, right? I love Jay, right? But uh, Jay, I got to ask you: We were winning. What is what is your definition of winning? Winning because, season? No, no, no. Both, no, both no, 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 no. Hold on, listen. We want a to playoff me. game. I want you to listen to me. You know where I've been. I know there's, where I've been. There's winning, right? And there's people playing it. And winning. that's and I'm pointing that <laughs> distinction out. Winning isn't enough with the, with Deshaun so Watson. When, when I say, and I don't want to hear so, five years down the road if you won five so playoff I'm, games, so, it yeah. was a great trade. So, so, so my, this is an all-in trade, guys. My, my, if it doesn't end in a Super Bowl, my, I'm sorry, my question, it's a failure. My question to you, I I'm not in this party yeah. to be invited. No, my question to you is, were we really winning? Brad, irrelevant. No, I give you It's very relevant. It's very relevant. Let me answer what you're saying. If they don't win a Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson, it's a disappointment. Huge disappointment. But I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad trade if they're consistently going deep in the playoffs. If they get to the Super Bowl and lose a Super Bowl, I'm not going to say it was a bad trade. It could be a good – it could be not a bad trade, but still – Ultimately, if you don't win the Super Bowl with him, it's a disappointment. There's no doubt. Has there ever been a trade in this franchise's history bigger than this one? No. No. Has there ever been a a trade in league history 
bigger than this one. Yes. Yes. Name it. All Herschel right. Walker. How about Herschel Walker? And what did that lead to? And losing. I brought that. Listen. <laughs> losing. No, no, no. They won three Super Bowls. They won four Super How many Super Bowls did they win after the so Herschel Walker? Right. So, listen, Brad, the yeah. reason I bring up Herschel Walker. Okay. It is the only trade in NFL history bigger than this one. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right. I mean, I defy I give you, you to give me another. No, I give you that. It, what did that trade lead to to the Dallas Cowboys? They were one in fifteen, guys. Right. What did that trade lead to? So one in them 15, winning championships. One in 15, Three of them. One in fifteen. Okay, and, so but, one in fifteen. And who came to town? A lot of people came who to keep, town. Keep coming. You, for for, for Shay, that's for the start. opposite of this trade. No, it's that was, not. Yes, it is it's because the, all, the winning team is the team that got all the draft picks. Right. 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 But we gave up what yeah. we gave up yes. to get him. Right. We were the ones with the risk reward. Nobody in Houston is saying, oh, this trade's going to lead to a Super Bowl. Right. Nobody. Nobody's saying okay. that. When this trade was made, this was a Cleveland Jay, let me Browns ask you trade. Let me ask you this. The, the Texans had to get rid of them, and they knew that. Jay, six yeah. years from now. Six years from By now. By the way, the Texans are doing backflips over what they got for us. And six guess year, what? Six, and, and they'll waste those draft and, and, picks. And and be just like Jadavion Clowney, they drafted him on. He's no six, longer the team. Six to years from now. Okay, let's say let's say he suspended this whole year. Six years from now, yeah. they've gone to the playoffs four out of five years with yeah. him. They've gone to the they've they've gone to the AFC Championship three times. They went to the Super Bowl once and lost. You're gonna say it's a terrible trade? I'm still gonna say it's didn't it, the trade didn't net what it was supposed to. We didn't make this right, trade goal to go to the playoffs. Agreed, agreed. But you wouldn't say it was a terrible trade on that scenario. I am, yeah. Terrible? Yes. To me, it's a terrible trade because if they win Bull, one playoff game in four you're years. Giving up three first round draft picks and that's irrelevant too it's all about would you have won a super and bowl and here's otherwise. what else you've done yeah. you've completely forever changed the pay structure in the nfl great who cares but that's irrelevant who cares? No, it's not irrelevant who cares that's the new world that the browns but, are going to have but, to play in but the why browns do they can't care to play in it that was no, they can't. but why do they, they care two million under the cap right now but why do you care if, if, if Why do you care? If the, the price of the admission is the game. The game is the game. If so I you're, gave, you're good with just getting in the game. No, no, no I, I'm not. What I'm, I, no, what I'm I, saying, I, I, I'm, I, what I'm I saying. I think that's nobody's good mentality. with it, but there's a big difference between a disappointment and a terrible no, trade. I think, I, think. I think people in this town are, are, are this, right? Sometimes, Jay, we just want to be there. We just want a shot at it, right? Yeah, I've been there. We, we I don't think that's good enough. I agree there. with we, Jay. That's the loser's mentality, Brad. I don't hold on. That's the Chicago Cubs mentality. No, I don't Chicago understand Cubs it. became the lovable losers. No, no, but hold on. Bull, no, you no, know no, that. No, no, no. But I didn't want that. I wasn't okay with that. Go ask him in Chicago if they like it. You don't understand what I'm saying here. Sometimes. I'm paying the cost of admission because I want a shot at trying to beat it. And this was the only way to do that? Yes. I'll tell you, it is yes. no other team has ever done well, that. Yes. Hey, I'll tell you what a loser mentality is, saying we should stay with Baker Mayfield because we want to win the playoffs. That's a loser mentality. I'm not, yes, I'm not advocating that's what they did. I'm not advocating for But there are fans well, who say that. Well, well, who well, say they should have stayed well, with Baker because well, that's well, a loser well, mentality. Well, you're missing the point. You're arguing, yeah, but. This isn't a yeah, but discussion. What are you advocating for? I don't care about Baker Mayfield. What are you advocating for? What I'm saying is this trade, this is what we're talking about right now. Yes. The, how this trade will be graded long term. Yes. As a Browns fan okay. who has watched three years out of four us be the bridesmaid just in the AFC, okay? We didn't even get to the Super Bowl. We were the bridesmaid in the AFC. Bride. So we've never gone where every other franchise but a handful have gone. And we're a cornerstone franchise in the NFL. So, yeah. I'm not in this to get invited right. to the party. Bride. I don't care about an Bride. invite to the Bride. party. That's what, hold on, 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 hold on,
It's either we're going to sit here and talk about that we've been, he's the best since we've had since 99. He's the, he led us to a Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Unless you tell him me. Playoff win. Playoff, playoff, playoff win. Yeah. Hey, playoff win against the Steelers. That was the bar. People no, tell him. No, 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 people, no, people told it's us. not the bar. People He's every been day. he for that one playoff he, that, win. He, they told him talk about. That's, that's not the bar here, guys. The well, bar. Yes. So if you're an NFL GM of a team and you say, it's our goal to get in the playoffs. No, but and we're win not the game. saying that, Jay. That's not the bar. But you're saying it's a bad trade if they don't win the Super Bowl. I don't agree that with have that. said, yeah. this is a big deal. The reason it's a big deal is because it didn't happen for 30 years. Yeah. So is it a big deal? Yes, but it is not the holy grail. The, you have to, in sports, 31 teams end the season with a frown on their face. That's right. One is left with the smile. Yeah, absolutely. One. Your Bengals yes. don't have it. No. They don't have it. Go ask Cincinnati. You cool with what happened last no, year? No, no, nobody's saying that. So, no, so, no, no, but, no, you, but Brad, you kind of are. No, I'm no, not. Because if Listen, you say that Jay, this trade Jay, is anything the, Jay, but a failure. Jay, no, Jay, I've been, the, I've been to the highest level here. I've been, I've been to the atmosphere where people dream to get to, right? That's right, where, that's absolutely. Where I, that's where I've been, right? So I, a win playoff win does nothing. Nothing. You're a loser. I don't care about you're one a playoff loser. win. Yeah. So your little playoff win, your little playoff win, you're a loser, buddy. So if right. the biggest trade in <laughs> NFL history yeah. led to three Super Bowls, right? Okay, yeah. The second biggest trade in NFL history, okay, better at least lead to one. I agree. Okay, thank I, you. I agree. That's right. all I'm saying. I, but I'm but saying I think here, we all I, agree. But I, I don't agree that it's a terrible trade yeah, if I, he plays great and they win what, a ton of playoff games. The object games. of the trade was to do what? What I don't agree with. What I don't agree. Well, with. have yeah. a chance to win a Super Bowl. No, no, no. Have See, a re- what, the well, yes. No, no, no. You can't no, no. guarantee a Super Bowl. Well, the eyes, hey, 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 hold we gotta go. We gotta go. Go, go, go. No, no, boy, you were right. This conversation was way better than I ever imagined. We're going to resume this tomorrow. Oh, come on. We have to get a sponsor tomorrow. Come on, let's go. We'll pick it up. Go ahead. Do your read. If Do it your wasn't read. sponsored, we'd let bills. this go, but we got to get round. <laughs> Let's go, 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 go. Let's we will it. resume this in Dang. the morning. As always, though, our top five today is sponsored by <laughs> Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone offers back. a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of 20%, yet 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. If we were ranking UCSS segments and arguments, that'd be in the top five because that's Yeah, and you just needed. cut it off. And I had to. We <laughs> had to get go, paid. Let's go. You're wasting time. You're Someone's got to get paid. All right, today is go, go, go. five best current NFL uniforms. Oh. I'll start with number five. I know my number one. Cincinnati's black awful, and orange. Awful. Those you ain't even good. Oh, these are what are you beautiful. talking awful. about? Awful. These guys are lost as usual. Move on to number that's four. That's plain as hell. Awful. <laughs> just plain jeans. These are current. These are not all black. Come on, come on, Mikey. Go ahead, Mike. Quit defending yourself. Keep Let's coming. Go. <laughs> all right, number four, the Falcons red and black gradient. Those, Those are terrible. Terrible. Awful. Awful. terrible. Awful. 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 Thing Awful. of beauty. Terrible. Number three, the pant melds into the jersey. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. It's like he's pregnant. That player. Okay, number three. Steve, take number three. This is coming back this year. The red. Yeah, that's right. That's That's right. Pat the Patriot. That's right. Return this year. Oh, oh, boy. Jesus, don't be ruining my set. Only Joe Charbonneau can ruin my set. (laughs) 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 Do we all agree that the Patriots are fired? That's That's good. Very good. Number two. All right, New Orleans, all white. With the gold no, trim. No, These bad. things no, are beautiful. They pop on that's screen. No. My favorite all white. That's Every bad. team has a all white. Now we're going yeah. with, pop, now pop, we're going with popping on screen. Number one. <laughs> this better be my number one. Undisputed. 
the Chargers. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. It is the undisputed. I do think it one. is undisputed. How do you not have the Tampa Bay Bucks creamsicle on there? Guys, because it's not current. Yeah, it, these were current. One. Only so, current. Wait a minute, Brad. Oh, yeah. Chargers fire or no? Number I like, one. I like, I like I the like, Chargers. I, like I don't. I, you know what? here, I'm a classy guy. I always think in the top five, the Browns uniform is the most classic no, thing stop. around here. No, I do. No, I Browns love, I love bottom five. Listen, bottom when LeBron, five. before LeBron left the second time, right. yeah. he was doing a news conference. Yeah. And he, it was hilarious. He said it was all off the record. We couldn't use any of the tape or anything. But he said, guys, you got anything brown and orange in your closet? No. And I had to think. I'm like, I got brown shoes. The only brown and orange I have in my closet are Browns-related items. He yeah. goes, no. you ever leave the house dressed in brown and orange? Mm-mm. No. He goes, has anyone ever left their house in brown and orange and no. said, I'm going to win the day. I feel no. great. No, 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 and he's right. Wait, so we're not talking. We, just we got to go to something else, about, guys. We, we got to cut you off. We, we PCC airfoils, right? Yep, let's switch to PCC <laughs> airfoils. This is going to lead us <laughs> I, into Way in Wednesday. We had a whole oh, separate. Did we do it? We yeah, did. we did. We had a whole okay. separate uh, what the internet's saying. We'll save it for tomorrow. Today, yeah. for what the internet is saying by PC Air, CC Airfoils, comes from Marcus Collins. But first, if you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 an hour and up. Plus, get full paid time off, benefit packages, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Shout out to Marcus Collins, one of the most loyal you CSS followers yeah, on the interweb. Marcus. He sends Marcus. Us in, Marcus Collins sends us in his own weight loss challenge every week. Does he? he started at 275 today, 263.3 down. Whoa! Half pounds. Talk that nice. Marcus. Shout out to Mark. He also sends videos of his weigh-in. Marcus, Does we love really? you, Marcus. Thanks for watching. Thanks Let's for tuning in. Let's put his video weigh-in. Can we get that video? We got next week. We got to. We got to update how he shoots the video, but we will get okay. at some point. Marcus, <laughs> we'll get Marcus on. Mean, he my clothes. Rapid it's just. Yeah, it's not. Marcus, hey, we'll, we'll work with you. Marcus, right. put, on you, Marcus. Yeah. put on a shirt. Put on a shirt, and we'll put you on. Mark, Mark, Marcus Mike. just weighing his socks. And Rapid <laughs> fire final thoughts now, right? He just nope, got. He got shirt socks on weighing. Steve, let's take 106. This was last week's weigh-in. Our weigh-in. Let's go. Here we go. This was last week's stats. Let's take the video of this week, Steve. Down 18 and down two. Yeah. And here's the new update. We're hey, I won by staying even. Yay. You won by staying even. Moving so along. You, you've moving along. <laughs> Best bet. No, nothing Best to see bet. here. Nothing to Best see bet. here. A, Let's go. a zero means you didn't gain weight, Paul. I am proud of you, brother. Thank you. Hey, and Best you're still bet. under where Best. you started. You yeah. beat G. Bush this week. G. Bush put on a pound. You yeah, put on a pound. I gained a pound, man. I, you know what? I haven't seen him in the gym in a while. I, I, I was here last week. Slacker. Yeah, the kid. Last, last, it takes last right, five minutes. Wait, wait. What good about bet, best bets? Rapid oh, fire good best bet, bets. Bet, I got to pull it up. Good hold bet, on, hold on, hold on. Good bet, bet, bet. All Guardians today. Let's see what they were. Yeah. I'm pulling them up, pulling them up, pulling them up. I was two and one yesterday. A lot of text this morning. Let's just put them on the web. Forget it. No, I gained ground, Bull. No, we can count them, but just not put the graphics I can tell you, Jay went two and one yesterday. Bull went one and two. It is now G. Bush in first place. You take the standings if you want. Where's oh, yeah. Brad's text message? All right, you, I got the best today. Yeah, no, here we go, here we go. Cleveland, Zero. one and a half run favorites against the Twins. First Good time bet. they've been favored in forever. Yeah. Quantrill versus Bundy. Good. We yeah, put- give us a sec. We're pulling them up. We, uh, All right. It's 88, Steve, 88. There we go. Take it full. Everyone said good except Bull, who Bull, was very you- negative today, really? Bull. Wow. I haven't bet against the Guardians and in I a thought, while. I thought that was negative. Wait. 1.5. It was minus 1.5, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not laying. I can't. Their offense is struggling right now. 
12 runs in six I games. I can't lay a run when they're struggling as much as they they're are. They're going to bounce out of it big tonight. They will big. eventually. I don't think tonight. Okay, what's the next one? one? Over eight and a half runs in tonight's game. Yeah, uh, bad. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. All right, last yep, one. I like it. I like it. And the last one, will Jose Ramirez end Josh Naylor both reach base tonight. I, I thought I'd be uh, the only one that went yeah. good, good on I that. Yeah, I went good, good. I think, right. I, I think Ramirez is going to lead this team out of the uh, cellar. Was, so, that's where they're playing. They'll, they'll turn it around. Well, I'm he's going to be the guy tonight. that gets them out. It happens tonight. Final okay, thoughts? Um, are we doing – do you want to do final thoughts? Yeah, real quick. Yeah, here we go. Fire. Okay. All right, good guys, test. here's the thing. Real quick. With the all-star game voting, this drives me crazy. I hate when people are homers. I like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't let's talk about a loser mentality. Everybody's always mad about participation trophies, yet fans all the time give participation trophies to their own players. I don't vote for the, my favorite players on my team unless they deserve it. The only, maybe if it's a tiebreaker, if two guys are basically even, I'll go with the guy I like more. This, I, I hate when teams put out, hey, vote for all our guys. Let's vote for Miles Straw. Let's vote for Austin Hedges. Those guys suck. I'm not voting for them for the All-Star game. If you only vote for your own players, you're a loser. Loser mentality. Vote for the best players. That's it. G. Bush, make it quick. <laughs> yes, man. I'm, I'm doing mine for my man Miles right here. Miles told me in my ear what he wanted to talk about. He said, listen, stop putting all of this stuff in the trash can. He said, you guys be, you guys is doing a lot of stuff with this trash everywhere. You putting the trash up high. He can't get to it. He's a gopher. He want to get to it real quick and easy. Don't be putting it on the curve. Make sure it's not in the trash can. He says, by the way, he prefers banana peels and apples and fruits. If you got some, leave those out for him. He's dealing with a family. There's a recession going on with the groundhogs nowadays. So there's not I mean, a lot not of a raccoon. And no, no, but he's, he's, he's part of the family. He's part of the family. He got Listen, his you know his 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 girl just gave birth to like seventeen yeah. uh, 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 gophers. So yeah. make sure you get him together. Shout out to him. And uh, by the way, Miles says follow him on on Twitter as well. Does he have a Twitter account now? McNuggets is gonna work on that. <laughs> we'll work on it. Brad, you got forty five seconds. Wow. Let right. very, He's our mascot. Very, very not quick. a panda. Very, yeah. very quick Miles, here. He took that. I, and I'm being all serious. I, I, I'm an advocate for players being the best they can be, having as long a shelf life as they can. I just have one thing for for Baker Mayfield. I just want to. To say this to you, Baker, you have a sh- you have a chance here, right? And, and and someone needs to to make sure that you understand that you have a chance here. And it, it goes beyond your time here in Cleveland, because if you need any one person to look at, look at what just happened to Kyrie Irving. He thought he had played himself up to a point that people wanted him, and when it came to the fact that in the day when he went to the market, there was only one team willing to pay him. That was the Lakers, to willing to pay him six million dollars. That's all. There was nobody else that left there standing because they couldn't take the foolishness. He had the only thing that saved him was his option back to Brooklyn at 30 plus million dollars. Don't do that. Play yourself right. Come in here. Toe the line. Do what it takes. You're going to have a long career in this league. But if you continue on that path, you'll be the next Kyrie Irving. Mm. All right. Um, I, I'm gonna call an audible. I was gonna go somewhere, but I'm gonna I'm changing it because I want to have the final word on this. This is the final take, and I'm gonna go <laughs> cheater. <laughs> you got 40 seconds. I need 30. The Browns need to win a Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson, or this was a bad trade. There's no other way of looking at it. If you if you accept that he wins playoff games and goes to a Super Bowl but loses, that's your bar for success. That's fine. That can be your bar for success. My bar for success is. Second biggest trade in league history. This broke the bank. $230 million guaranteed. Never been anything close to that. Three first-round draft picks. You're all in. You're Dallas. 
in the Herschel Walker trade. I'm not asking for three Super Bowls. I just need one. And we'll pick this up tomorrow. My man. I guarantee it we'll pick this up tomorrow. And I think we need to do a poll. Have we done a UCSS poll yet? We have five seconds. We'll talk about this after. Let's do a poll. Is this a success if they don't win a Super Bowl? See you yes tomorrow. No. Back tomorrow at 11. Peace. Miles said, hallelujah, holla back. <laughs> <laughs>